Okay, it's Avatarty to the party. We're going our way through the Avatarties. Bill Mudron on Daniel Brutus. We're not Disney this week. Disney's next week. It's Avatar. We talked about it. God, is next week the Poppins? Blues. Poppins. Oh, Poppins man. fresh. You delicious little dumb boy. <laughs> yep. Oh no. Oh no. And we and we we have seriously never talked about Mary Poppins before, huh? It's correct. I am shocked I've never well, I mean that's talk for next week, I guess, but I am legitimately shocked that I had never commandeered the podcast and forced you to talk about Mary Poppins just to talk about Mary Poppins because that is my favorite Disney film. But yeah, we're not talking about that this week. We're I'm gonna let you finish your intro. I'm sorry. Nah, you're fine. We were watching <sighs> Avatar. I was just pulling up the episode list. Yeah, we're doing. Well, we last watch? week we finished off with the storm episode twelve. So I guess yeah. this week we're doing episode the Blue Spirit. Yeah, we're the, in the fortune middle. teller. Yeah, Bato of the Water Tribe and the Desert. Yeah, episodes 13, 14, and 15, and 16 of season one of Avatar The Last Airbender. Kind of smack dab in the middle of the season. Uh, this week, Aang acts like an asshole. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, he's a butthole I, in this you, stuff. You know, I, know, I know these are children, and they're supposed to be kind of dumb but damn man yeah the, the one the, I, we don't even i don't know i guess we could talk about this sequentially but man i forgot like i forgot ang's a fucking dick in some of these it's easy to forget that ang is supposed to be a 12 year old i know he's supposed yeah. to be the avatar and he's supposed to be remember but he's still a fucking kid but still yeah. it's a little like there's a couple things he does this week that's a little like come on yeah Aang. they're not super consistent with how they write yeah all the time yeah i was watching stuff about season two last night and i was like oh yeah even the animation and the characterization of the characters a little more consistent the next season you definitely feel mm-hmm. that they're still kind of figuring things out the first season but yeah so you just came back from disneyland did you just happen to cram mm-hmm. these four episodes like five minutes before we started recording Yes. Okay, yeah, that's... I got up this morning and I was like, what is Daniel... Because I know you guys just got back, like, maybe day before yesterday at the latest. And I was like, what Yeah, like, this? midnight of Friday and midnight. I mean, thankfully, so this technically, is... Technically, like, sun Saturday morning, yeah. technically. I mean, these are all four 20-minute episodes, so it's really... It's barely more than, like, an hour of, of watching anything, so it's not, like, that much material. But if you've had a long week... Yeah, I can see that being kind of a uh, stretch to watch this stuff, but, um, so, did you take notes or anything like that? Or? Yeah, yeah, I managed to do it. Oh, I don't okay. know how I did it, but I did it. Seriously, that's even, actually, that's the more important, well, and that's the thing, too, because, like, even though it'll only take an hour to watch this stuff, technically, if you're taking notes, that'll double or triple the time it takes to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's that's been the story of Tired of the Party the whole time, is, like, oh, we're gonna watch a two-hour movie, it's gonna be four hours if I'm taking notes, because it's, like, there's lots of shit to talk about, because Whatever we're talking about is stupid as shit, but... Yeah. Oh, God, so what, the Blue Spirit starts off... I guess it's right after the events of the storm. And the storm was the episode where there's a big storm and we get to see the flashbacks to where... How Aang ended up in the ice at the, the start of the show and how Zuko got his face burned from his dad. Yeah. And at the end of that, yeah, the characters are still stuck in the storm. And I guess Blue Spirit starts off with the uh the immediate aftermath with uh, fucking Sokka and Katarasik, I guess? Yeah. yeah, well, Sokka gets sick, and Katara's about to get sick. Oh, that's what it is. Um, I do love classic Appa. Classic Appa? Was <laughs> it just because Sokka's talking about how funny Appa is, because he's so delirious, he thinks Appa's telling jokes, he's like, and Appa goes, roar, 
And then Sokka says, I can't believe I'm just repeating a joke in the cartoon, but he says, classic Appa. Ah, that okay. was funny. And immediately... I thought he meant Appa was going to like change dramatically at some point. Oh, in the no, he doesn't turn into like, there's no new Coke Diet Coke, new classic oh, okay. Coke kind of thing with Appa <laughs> going on. But And we're still early enough in the series, it's also easy to forget Appa is the giant uh, flying water bison that they're hanging out with, too. So. Yeah. Um, I forgot Momo. I forgot like Momo shows up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot." There's a little lemur bat thing that they're traveling mm -hmm. around with now too. I'm sorry. Yeah, go they ahead. Got a whole crew. No, it's fine. Oh I, my god. I didn't, don't think I really took. Well, I, oh, yeah. this is. It doesn't. It start with the archers. Yeah. The whole, well, that, that's really thing. the thing. Is like, yeah, there's some Fire Nation mm -hmm. dudes. Um, not chairman. They're very accurate. Super accurate. They can split multiple arrows down the middle. Yeah, and they highlight the fact that they can ca they they can shoot things can without we... killing them, which is going to be a big a little bit of a plot point with Aang, because you don't want to scare kids into thinking can... Aang's going to get shot to death. But because yeah. we can we as a global, uh, a whole global unit as a world come up with a different way to show how a accurate archers are without them. Shooting an arrow just, with another arrow. I get that. That's can the Robin Hood thing. Can we figure something thing, out, please? Like, they could have just shown because they mentioned something about how they can shoot the flies off a. I will shoot the wings off a fly without killing it. That would have been more more, more interesting to see than just. Yeah, the arrow under there. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. It's some commander of some Fire Nation military base is talking with what used to be Commander Zhao, but like he gets promoted in the middle of the scene to Admiral Zhao. This is the uh, other asshole. Fire Nation commander guy who Zuko is kind of tangled with a little bit in the past. They had like a firefight, the Agni Kai thing and stuff like that. Mm. And this guy's Admiral Zhao. He shows up and he wants to commandeer the base and the the arrow dudes to go capture the Avatar because he wants to capture the Avatar before Zuko can. Because everyone's Which trying the to... other guy's like, it's just a vanity project. <laughs> it is. He's absolutely right. Yeah. It is. But also at the same time. The that the avatar is like the only threat to the Fire Nation, right? So why wouldn't they want to catch? That's why, a good point. Why, shouldn't it be all hands on deck for well, the Fire Nation to catch the avatar? Does does the Fire Nation know that like? Is it a prophecy that the avatar is gonna stop? I guess it's just yeah. like it's not necessarily a prophecy. Just knowing that the avatar exists to create peace. If they're planning on invading they're the like, world, we don't want that. Yeah, I guess just by virtue of like. Yeah, I guess they just want to like the the avatar nullified no matter what because they know they know that they're up to no, no, no good enough that like the avatar is gonna want to stop their plans to like take over the world when Sozin's comet shows up. And they get a mention mm -hmm. of that just to highlight the fact that like yeah, Sozin's comet's showing up sometime later this year and that's gonna give the Firebenders power enough to like rule over the world. And that just gets briefly mentioned here just to highlight just to keep that little plot thread alive in the audience's memory. And uh, did you, well, this this is a big thing of the. The big twist of the episode. Did you see the twist of this episode coming? I actually didn't, but I also stopped watching it halfway through, <laughs> like, and started it again after the trip, my trip was over. Oh, really? Okay, that will yeah. interrupt what you're thinking about stuff. Yeah, um, but I also, I think I, if I had watched it all the way through, I might have thought it was the old lady, because the kids shows aren't good with introducing, yeah, like, new characters yeah. and having them not be, like, they, It's always going to be a, pr yeah, it's always going to be, like, yeah. I think kid shows only have a budget to like introduce like maybe one or two characters in an episode at the most. So you can t mm -hmm. if there's like two characters who show up in in, a, in an episode of a kids cartoon, and one of the characters is probably mis is mysterious, you pretty much guarantee that the secret new character is just the other new character in disguise. Yeah, exactly. So it would have yeah. been 
and also the every episode so far has usually introduced like at least one new character, so it's not crazy to think that like even if the Blue Spirit wasn't entirely new character, wasn't just like one of the old ladies in disguise, it could have just been an entirely new character. We'll find out more about later, but no, it's it's Zuko, and yeah. <laughs> even watching this for the first time, knowing that was true, I was like. How does Zuko like teleport from his little ship to be a ninja? Because he does that a couple times back and forth throughout the episode. I'm like, oh, that doesn't quite make much sense. But um, yeah, he could find the avatar super easy when he, he's, all he's got to do is wear the mask. I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I guess at the beginning of the episode they do say that ever since the events of the last episode with the storm, they've been kind of like running around the same patch of ocean looking for the Avatar. So I guess maybe they've been hanging around that same Fire Nation port a bunch, I guess. So maybe that's given Zuko time to like put together like a ninja outfit and just go around sneaking around the Fire Nation base. I don't mm -hmm. know, but whatever. But yeah. Um. So what happened? Well, what happened? Let's see. Oh. Um. No, stop. Oh, my computer going nuts. Uh, well, the kids are sick. Aang goes to see some old lady on top of a mountain. He alerts some Fire Nation guys because he decides, since there's kind of a storm like 50 miles away, he decides he can't fly there. He's got to run real fast. Yeah, which I don't know if we ever see him running real fast again. This is a little bit like the Jedi and the Phantom Menace where they suddenly show them running super fast and that never gets mm. brought up again. Because I'm sure there's some events we'll see later on in the series where... Aang could have gotten it if he just run real fast, but we yeah, just you mean like in this very episode when he's getting chased by archers, he could have just run really <laughs> I fast. Think about that. I didn't even think about that because I was like watching this and I'm like, why don't we never see him do this again? That's a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, yeah, yeah. touche. Mm-hmm. Oh, he wants to get medicine from some old crazy lady, but and who makes medicine? But it's not medicine; it's food for her cat. It's a very funny. Joke. It goes on for a go while too. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got to go get frogs frozen in some swamp, and his friend's got to suck on them. <laughs> Which I guess is, Good. like, suggesting that this is, like, kind of winter is is over and now it's springtime. Because the, the whole whole countdown for the show is that in the summer, this uh, mm. Sozin's comic's supposed to be coming back. So I guess maybe it's only a couple months away now, not even a whole year, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. Storm's rolling in, Aang has to run for some, the archers now that find him, and it's, I have a hard, I know this is a show for babies. <laughs> I have a hard time just believing that anybody <laughs> besides, like, an airbender that can whoosh themselves can keep up with an airbender. Yeah. They could, they air, he, Aang should be able to whoosh himself. Well, also, He's it's, an like, airbender. it's arrows that, like, travel, like, it's, they're, they're warriors who, they're medium, their arrows travel through air, so he should be able to just, like, pluck him out of the way or do something. It's also super windy, which isn't great for archers. Yeah, if there's anything, yeah. There's, but I guess they do kind of sneak up on him. They pin him down real quick, and he gets captured super quick. Yeah. Man, I'm watching this now. We're already halfway through the episode. This is yeah. this episode has mostly been about frozen frogs and making cat food, so yeah. <laughs> you know what I like about, one of the things I always like about kid shows like this? Yeah. Those archers were super effective against Aang. And we'll never they see him again. They catch him super easy, and it, they're like, well, he got away from our prison, so I guess we'll never <laughs> use those archers again. Seriously, like, yeah, I, I can guarantee, unless I'm forgetting something, we never see those archers. We, I mean, I guess we, we, we caught him once, but let's not try to do that again. You'd think, if anything, it's like, okay, we need to train these archers to train a shitload more archers to do exactly the same thing in the uh but yeah, yeah. welcome uh, to the world of gets, kid tv yeah 
Yeah, yeah, the Admiral taunts Aang in their big old prison, and yeah. Aang bl blows him against the wall with his breath. <laughs> oh, it's only Which... because, not because he's an airbender, but he just had garlic noodles for breakfast. Yeah. I feel like Aang should, like, be able to blow <clears throat> the chains away with air in some form. Like, yeah, maybe I'm watching blow it now. Into the, blow into the keyhole, maybe, yeah. and just unlock it. I don't know. I feel like that's something that they'll do. He'll do at some point in the of, series. Of all the, of all the elements, <clears throat> I guess he's in the situation now where, like, He's he's the master of the one element that is the least useful. Well, I guess maybe water bending might even be less useful, just because there's no water in the chamber. But mm -hmm. at least with fire, if you were a firebender, at least maybe you could melt the things, or maybe if he had earth, like he could like I don't know that stuff. But yeah, he's he's just suspended between two pillars, and yeah, he can't really do much right now. But yeah, you think he could do something? But yeah, yeah, he's fucked. Really and well, it is nice episode well. construction because at this point, like that that scene ends with Admiral Zhao being like. You're my prisoner, and no one is here to capture, or no one is here to rescue you. And you know that's true, because even though Admiral Zhao doesn't know it, like, we've seen that, like, they keep on cutting back to, like, Sokka and Katara, who are definitely out of commission, and Appa's with them, mm -hmm. so there is really no one who we know in the show who can come and rescue Aang, but then, yeah, but suddenly then the there's a guy in a blue mask, yeah. he's sneaking into that prison, um, while everyone's distracted by the Admiral's big speech speech in front of a banner that says mission accomplished <laughs> and it's very kind of fascist because there's like a whole like the it's lord of the rings because there's like all the troops at the at the fire nation military base are all lined up and it's all like rah rah yeah that, you know. and he's talking about yeah he's gonna lead the fire nation army to t conquer the world and all that shit so. he's got he's got a lot of dudes there but he only put four in to protect the Avatar? Alright, man. You even, do you, I guess. Even though there's a couple shots which suggest, suggest like he's giving the speech to like a thousand troops, we never yeah. see more than four four guards or four dudes mm -hmm. in, in the same shot for the whole rest of the episode. Which, hey, again, limitations of children's television programming, even in an animated form, you know, whatever, but still, it is like, it feels like for the rest of the episode, it feels like there's only 12 people actually living or working inside this, this, this Fire Nation military establishment but yeah. yeah but eventually the guy in the blue mask beats up the guards and frees ang and the frogs get away because they're thawing now yeah. which is the funny joke that they keep putting that's the there. little it doesn't quite go want want but it's definitely yeah. the same like when admiral zhao he goes to he's like oh my god we're being attacked i need to go see if the avatar is still in place he goes there and there's just one of the frogs it doesn't quite go want want but it gets close but yeah yeah um, yeah. So they keep escaping, but the Admiral notices that the Avatar has escaped and an alarm is raised, and Aang uses wind to knock people away, but he has to go back to save the guy in the mask, and they travel together as through the air as the nation, Fire Nation throws spears at them, or that's whatever. It is kind of a cool... They get... You get to see Aang uses air-bending power in some pretty unique ways, just like, well, mm -hmm. this whole thing is just the thing I do like. How he and the in the blue I guess we can just call it the blue spirit. Like, there's a thing with like uh like bamboo ladders and they're being attacked by guys on bamboo ladders, but then they grab like they knock the guys off the ladders and they're using the bamboo ladders as like stilts to walk across. Mm -hmm. Because the yeah, it's essentially the base is like a bunch of concentric stone rings with like super tall yeah. walls that they're trying to get past these separate rings. And so they like I think they fly over the first one, or they helicopter like, Aang can helicopter with the Blue Spirit over the first one, and the second one they go over with, like, yeah, the fucking bamboo ladder stilts, and 
Yeah, I think the third one, they're about to make it over. Oh, what, yeah. what the hell but happens? They fall. Yeah. They fall, they yeah, fall that's what it is. They fall, and yeah. they're, they're, they're blasting them with fire, but ain't stopping them with air. And the Admiral's like, hey, we gotta take the Avatar alive for reasons. So Oh, the that's guy, the thing, the thing, yeah. Yeah, the blue guy with the mask holds his knives up to the Aang's throat, and he's like, all right, let them leave. So they leave, and they're like, what do you do that for? And he's like, some things you gotta deal with. Precision. What happened? Yeah. Well, he's they're backing away through the the, the walking areas, and <laughs> an archer shoots an arrow and knocks the thief down. I guess it hit. I they never show, but I guess mask. it hits him in the mask. That's what because there's a big yeah. cartoon bong sound effect, and I yeah. guess I guess the mask is just like a giant kettle drum or something. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um. So ah, uh, ang blast. A uh, bunch of dust everywhere, so he can run away. But then he he, he takes the mask off the blue guy. And it's Zuko. Yeah. This is Gadzooks. It is a nice moment because he turns. I well, even the first reveal because like like Zuko gets knocked to the ground. Aang turns around, mm -hmm. sees just to see if the guy who's he's been killed or not. And you just see a little bit of the scar beneath the mask, not enough to really see that it's Zuko, but like like it's good. It's good for like attentive viewers might figure it out before other like viewers are slow to the take. And, but yeah, he takes the mask off and he's like, holy shit. And it is great because for a moment, the Aang is really ready to run. Because he's like, oh my god, yeah. it's fucking Zuko. I gotta get the fuck out of here. But he does reconsider after a moment, grabs Zuko, and that's the end of it. Like, yeah, that's this. Yeah. Is, the episode is practically over except for one little yeah, scene. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Zuko wakes up in the forest, all it's all pretty, and Aang's sitting there and he's like, Hey, you know what sucks about being alive for a hundred years? All my friends are dead. I had a Fire Nation friend once. Do you think we could have been friends back then? And Zuko says, <laughs> and throws fire he at him. Yeah, he just kind of like, just compulsively tries to chicken fry <laughs> And it's just like, yeah. the fuck are you doing, man? At least give the guy a little credit. And like, um, it is, I, I'm going to bring this up only because I know I'm going to forget uh, to mention this way later because it's not going to come mm. up for weeks. Uh, Aang's little story about how he used to be, when he used to be another, oh no, 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 is when he was still, not another avatar, but he, fuck, what the fuck is it? He talks about how he used to be friends with someone in the Fire Nation before he fell into the ice. I do think that becomes a plot point later, about mm -hmm. him, I think he, was he friends with? I think the Fire Nation person that he's talking about, maybe like Zuko's grandfather or something like that. I think I, I'm sure. Yeah, I we'll we'll find out more about that eventually. Anyway, but like, yeah, I think they they're laying in a little bit of thread for something that's gonna happen way down the line. But yeah. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, so yeah, fucking Zuko's an idiot. So he compulsively tries to fry Ang. Ang runs away. Ang goes. Mm -hmm. And just champs the frogs into the into Aang and or Katara and Sokka's mouths. They instantly so get suck better. on this. Yeah, yeah. which is kind of I do love the kind of ooh gross Nickelodeon thing of like putting frozen frogs in their mouths and Sokka's all like this is tasty and then he figures out it's a frog and then he's all like and just goofy shit. Says I can't believe somebody snuck something in my mouth again. <laughs> Although with uh, Sokka loves meat so much, I'm surprised he just doesn't bite down and go, mmm, crunchy frog. Mm, but mm -hmm. the episode does end on the kind of the sad bit of like like Aang's feeling kind of sad and alone. He just kind of turns away while sleeping on 
on uh, Appa's tail, Appa. and then it cuts mm. back to Zuko, and he's, like, alone in his quarters, and he's, like, looking at the Fire Nation flag, and he kind of turns away from that, so they're both kind of like, this is the second episode of in a row where it's ended with, like, Aang and Zuko being in the same place mentally, being kind of sad, so. Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of a nice yeah. little, you know, maudlin ending to this, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now it's time for the fortune teller. <clears throat> just one episode. more thing about this episode. Mm. Uh, yes! just, it is nice to see that Zuko. Uh, it is funny to go back and watch these episodes again for the first time, and kind of seeing what kind of like narrative function they do for the overall story. This is a good episode, aside from just showing the fact that like Zuko and Aang could work together. It is nice to see that. Zuko is a competent warrior even without his firebending because we really haven't seen Zuko outside of being protected by his Fire Nation uh, soldiers and stuff like that. So it's nice to see that Zuko's a competent warrior when he's out by himself and not reliant on his firebending. So that's kind of mm -hmm. nice to see, which um, that'll become a little bit more of a thing later where you get to see that, like, yeah, Zuko, Zuko can be a uh, motherfucker upper even by himself. So, a motherfucker without, upper. That is uh, firebending, but. Yeah, next episode. Next episode. Uh, Aang made a necklace for... for uh... Oh, God, it's a fortune teller. Okay, I fucking I hate fortune telling bullshit. I'm with Sock on this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't... I mean, I can't... I can't tell if the, the episode decided fortune telling is bullshit or not. I think they... it's... I think it's... I mean, who knows? But, like, I think it's... I mean, it's hard not to, like, be on Sokka's side a little bit because it is, like, science. Like, what the fuck? Doesn't but mean also anything. this, but <sighs> this isn't Earth. Yeah. This is a fantasy land where there is a prophecy about a you know a, an a, avatar. A, a comet will make people throw fire out of their hands even harder than they yeah. usually do. Yeah. So um, fortune telling could exist in this world, even if it's bullshit in this world. I looked it up to see how much of the fortune telling in this that goes on in the show actually does become true for the main characters, mm. and non non conclusive. Because, uh, spoilers, we've never seen Katara die in the future of the show, even during The Legend of Korra, which takes place, like, 80 years after this. And so, that's the big thing she finds out, is that she's gonna get married to, a, a powerful... Oh, I guess I'm jumping to the end of the episode. <laughs> Whatever, we'll that's talk about fine. it. Yeah, yeah what they, they're, they're, I don't know, I forgot what they're... You tell me what's going on. Well, Aang made her a necklace to replace her mama. Oh, necklace. that's right. That's a big plot point. And she puts it on, and he's like, oh my gosh, my erection. <laughs> it is a little weird, because it cuts to a scene where she's literally all pink, and his boner grows and makes a big cartoon mm -hmm. sound, and yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and even Sokka's like, mm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, he's not. But, I think oh, no. Sokka's getting beat up by a fish in the background, which is fucking hilarious. But anyway. Oh, no, Bill. What happened? It's a platypus bear. <laughs> Yeah. How intimidating! I kind of like that. I mean, the funny thing is, this guy. There's a random dude walking down the road. He's being attacked by a platypus bear, and it is kind of set up to like the platypus bear. He's kind of scary, but he can't be that threatening because the the guy's just doing like judo moves, just dodging. He's not even fighting the bear. He's just kind of like letting the bear try to attack him. He's just dodging him, and then. Yeah, the Ang gang show up and like they scare away the platypus bear. But it is great because it's got like teeth in its bill it's got like big yeah that things. man like, what is this it what are you like doing he gets scared away by Appa. but like get ready <laughs> if you don't like that get ready for a lot more dumber 
terrible combination. Oh, I'm either. excited to see the dumb. I'm not oh saying I hate God. it. Well, it's just a really stupid combination. Is this the one that has like the little chicken turkeys and there's a little scene with the chicken turkey that like quacks it? I don't think so. Egg or something like that. But anyway, but yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But it turns out the guy, he, uh, he's totally blasé about being attacked by a bear because there's a fortune teller at his local hey, village that told him that, like, he doesn't wait have a, a second. What's that? You skipped the most important part. Oh, no. When Appa screams at it, it poops <laughs> out an egg. <laughs> and that, that's... And Sokka picks it up and sniffs it. Sniffs it. <laughs> and he's like, mmm, lunch. <laughs> and, and man, that shit's still warm. Gross. That's what it, yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. It's probably glistening and just like which that's why with the, the frozen frog thing it's I'm probably not it's... even an egg it's probably just poop <laughs> how many pieces of poop do you think Sokka's eaten assuming it was a, a, an egg <laughs> he's from the fire nation there's nothing down there that lays eggs so he can't tell the difference between eggs and poop. water nation yeah oh god water nation yeah um yeah anyway Anyhow, Aunt Wu is a fortune teller okay Sokka thinks it's bullshit the others are like I don't know she could not be there's could... a girl there with Stupid hair. Her name is Meng. Oh, She's okay. Aunt Wu's assistant. She's also very horny for Aang. Isn't Meng? Isn't like the, the Smegma? Am I thinking of Meng? I don't know on that one. I don't know Meng. Well, in the whole, the only reason they go to town looking for the fortune teller because like Katara is like weirdly, like, I gotta go see if I get a boyfriend in the future. Like uh, Kasaka's mm -hmm. completely. He thinks this is all stupid. Aang yeah. doesn't really care. He'll just do whatever Katara says, because he's got a boner for Katara. But yeah, the girl at this thing, she's got this the funny, sticky-uppy hair, and, like, missing teeth, and she's totally lusting. Who would lust after Aang? Like, I know I know he's only 12, and she's, like, 8, but it's still, like... <laughs> Aang is such a, just a weird little... He's such a little Mr. B natural that it's hard to think anyone would get horny over Aang, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyhow, uh, that big-eared kid's gonna marry the assistants, apparently, judging from what Wu said. And, um, He's gonna, she's gonna marry what? The big-eared. The oh, big-eared. Big -eared. Yeah, okay, yeah, some big-eared man is in the future. <laughs> yeah. He will give her a flower. So she spends yeah. the whole rest of the episode going, Boy, it would be great if someone gave me a flower right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep, and... Uh, so Katara wants to her fortune red, so she's gonna marry a powerful bender. Ang eavesdrops it and hears it and just assumes it's him because he's powerful yeah. bender. Also, she says that like uh, Katara's gonna die after her like three third great grandchild is gonna be born too. Mm. Which nothing so, in the show necessarily negates this this were legend of Korra that can entirely happen. Who knows? But like yeah, who knows? So um. Uh, Wu doesn't bother reading, reading Sokka's fortune. Well, she does. She, she comes tell, out and just she says... She can tell, she tell from his face <laughs> yeah. he's a stupid idiot. Well, she does kind of give his fortune, because she does say, like, like, I can tell that your life is going to be nothing but pain and misery, all of it self-inflicted. And Sokka's just yeah. like, fuck you, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah. So, Aang gets his fortune told, and she throws some... He, or one of them, throws bones in a fire, and it yeah. cracks all over and explodes, and she's like, Holy shit, you're gonna be involved in a huge war. Battle versus good and evil. Oh, it's gonna be the bananas, yo. And he's like, yeah, I know, but who do I fuck? <laughs> I do like that's a cute So, joke. you know, the, so, the, yeah, she, she saw his fortune... So, is she a fortune teller That's or not? That's the thing, because she totally had, like, yeah. I mean, she didn't have the specifics, but she got, like, she's not entirely wrong. That's the thing about Madame Wu. It's like, what's going yeah. on here? 
Oh, what? Well, but they do insinuate that, like, cause even later on, she she like, uh, but like, she, like it is definitely shown that she'll just make shit up sometimes. So maybe she's like one of those people. She's like, oh god, who's the fortune telling lady in Harry Potter? Who she's terrible. She's You're the fortune telling teacher. Person. But like, she does. It turns out she was actually the one time she was able to tell the future was she was able to prophesy the like the battle of between Harry Potter and Lord Voldemort. So I guess it's that kind of thing where nine times out of ten she's a charlatan, but every once in a while she's, like, correct about something, you know. But does, wasn't that kind of, like, a given? Well, that's kind of, that, that's also just math. <laughs> that's just how life works. Yeah. Like, if someone keeps on making enough predictions, like, every once in a while they're going to be right about something just out of, yeah, like, the Simpsons predict everything in the future. Just because they've made so many jokes about the future, of course, like, one or two of those jokes about the future are going to turn out to be right. But yeah. Yeah, she's like, I don't know. I guess you'll be happy. You're gonna bang someone, I guess. Yeah, get your dick wet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Pussy village, better. Aunt Wu has <laughs> to read the clouds to see if the volcano is gonna be dormant for another year. She yeah. comes out. Can't with tell this is gonna be a plot point. Yeah. Wow. And she reads the clouds. No village will be destroyed by the volcano this year, and everybody says, "Yay!" Yeah. And half while well, all tries... this is going on. Sock is just going around town, just trying to disprove everything that Madame Wu's. That like he keeps on running around. people. being a dingus. I like the fact that like he's a man of science. Well, there's even a point where like he goes up to somebody and the yeah, person's but like, that's... "Can can your science tell us how how rain works?" And he's like, "Yes, it does. Yes, it can. It's totally how it is." Yeah, Magna but at Wars the same time, moment. just what is he trying? He's gonna leave this place. Let people believe what they want to believe. Don't be an asshole. all wrapped. Like the fact that like his friends are all wrapped up in it now too. I can totally see why Sock is just like you guys are driving me fucking crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. He's... It does suck that he's going up to strangers and yelling at them. But yeah. Yeah, don't yeah. why do why we don't we be a do dick. That? Yeah, don't be a dick. <laughs> so Aang tries dick. to tell Katara he likes her, but she goes to another reading because she wants to know more about who she's gonna bone in the future. Also, yeah. if she should dress warmly. I and... do like she's kind of driving Madame Wu crazy with all these goddamn. Even like, am I gonna eat a papaya? And she's like, oh, I guess I don't know. get the hell out of here. Jesus Christ, kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and then. Uh... He, Sokka even gives advice to Aang about romance, because he's the expert on it. Hey, don't be too nice. Act aloof. Chicks love it when you act aloof. He knows romance. And that's so, kind of... Uh, it's funny, too, because while he's telling this to Aang, mm -hmm. the Mang girl is listening to this, and she comes mm -hmm. over and tries to, like, mack on Aang, but because... Oh, there's a thing where, like... Aang admits that he's got a crush on a girl, and he... Sokka's like, oh yeah, I noticed, that girl seems to have a crush on you too. Not realizing yeah. that Aang is talking about Katara, he thinks he's talking about this man girl. And that's when he mm -hmm. gives him the advice to oh, be all aloof. And that's funny, because then Aang does walk away from Mang at just as she's about to like ask him out. And so it's kind of it's a little bit of cross swords in terms of like who's doing what to whom. And so Aang decides to go look for Katara just so he can act aloof around her. Which mm -hmm. these are my like the thing in this episode I laughed at the most, but yeah. He mm. goes well just in case he fucking Katara's gone off to buy her breakfast, she buys a papaya, just as Madame Wu suggested she like, I don't even like papaya. <laughs> Aang goes up there and is like, Oh hey, Katara, I don't care about what I eat and he just keeps on all acting aloof at her. And he's finally she just kinda walks away. Leaving him alone, and out of nowhere, like this little chicken turkey 
just kind of shows up and kind of looks at Aang, and there's like just a little beat, and then he quacks, and it just kind of cracked me up. I have no idea why, but just the time, yeah. it was so fucking weird, but I loved it. I laughed my ass out loud, but anyway. Yeah, okay. I think Alrighty. jokes are funny. What? <laughs> anyway, but yeah. So he sees a couple giving a flower to a, someone else or whatever, and he's like, hey, I, I, I do that too. Where you get that flower from? Well, you gotta go on top of the volcano, so he does that, and there's flowers up there, but there's also a shit ton of lava inside that volcano, and he like, uh-oh! Oh, no. My move was wrong. There is lava in there. Uh-oh. Has nobody else gone? I thought that dude just went up there to get his flower. Yeah, and Shouldn't also you think if it was about to erupt, though? there would have been, like, rumblings, or you could see the smoke or something, but yeah. yeah. I guess everyone's completely oblivious about the fact that this volcano about to go blow. Yep, they go to warn people about the volcano, but they're all, ha ha ha, no, 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 no. Madam Wu said, uh, we don't gotta worry about that, so we're just not gonna worry about that. Yeah. So, Aang breaks into Wu's place, where Mang is in there, and she's like, I, you don't like me, do you? Like, I like you. And he's like, nope, sure don't. It is a nice little moment. So I like in fiction when hmm. people can kind of clear the air about like unrequited crushes and stuff like this without getting super dramatic. I do like the fact she just comes out and says, okay, I acknowledge the fact that you don't like me, but hey, I've got Madame Wu's book if you need it here. Yeah. And she's not doing it yeah. out of out of a crush, but she's just generally trying to help, which is amazing. So. Yeah. So uh, they fly into the sky and they use their water bending to bend the clouds and make them look like the volcano volcanic doom clouds which it's is a skull just a, yeah it's just a straight up skull which, not why very did subtle they, there huh why did they need madam book you think just the idea that like as soon as like the things about to erupt the skull appears on the cloud would be enough but like yeah. holy shit speaking of fucking lord voldemort jesus christ yeah yeah so they start preparing the area around the village making troughs and stuff to lead the lava out of that's there a weirdly skulls, simple but... idea i wonder if that could ever work just the idea, like, if you could just, especially with, that's kind of the clever use of earthbenders in this situation, because, like, normally there'd be no way that you could clear off a giant trough that quickly to even have the hopes of stemming off a lava flow at, like, destroying a town. But with earthbenders, you could maybe kind of do that. At least you have some slight hope, which I thought that was actually kind of clever, because they only have a couple hours to kind of build this trench and stuff like that, but yeah. Yeah. So everything starts exploding, and the lava pours down, and the trenches they built. But oh no, it's gonna overflow! But don't worry, Aang uses some airbending to make a shield of cooled lava. That is like, pretty Damn, cool. boy! That's a powerful yeah. bender! And Katara's like, hmm, I guess that means I gotta bang him at some point. <laughs> she starts going, hmm, huh? How big does his penis really look? I never really noticed hmm. until now. Um, of course, it doesn't really make it look... There's no way he could just like freeze lava like this this quickly just by blowing air on it. But yeah. like it does create it is this cool effect of like he does cr and create this like magic shell of, of of rock around the town. So presumably they never really have to worry about that volcano again, too. So, yeah. but it is pretty cool. And it is one of the most especially because like Aang is about to get fried by that lava. So it is extra like badass that like just as he's about to die, he just like does this crazy thing that like saves the entire town. It is like one of the first moments in the show where it's actually him doing a very kind of avatar thing of single handedly saving the town with like a crazy feat of bending. And yeah. yeah. So later Aunt Wu's like, you shaped the clouds. Oh, SMRT. 
Also, you cannot shape your own destiny. So what the fuck even is fortune telling? I don't know. I, I don't think the writers even know. I do love, even though she's kind of a charlatan, I, like, I, it would have been really easy to make this whole episode, like, God, we gotta unmask the wizard you, kind of thing. And no, like, she just comes out, and she's like, even if she's in front of everybody, she's like, I'm, yeah, I don't know, just make your own future. Like, this is all just a suggestion. Go ahead, like, so. You think it's like the music man where he's a charlatan, but then the kids play it really shitty That's kind of what the, parents the thing are like, is. Yay. Somehow, magically, everyone's fine with it just because they pretend that, like, the kids are good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what we need is an Avatar prequel series that's just like three seasons of Madame Wu coming to town, like wooing everyone to her side yeah. and becoming the, the local fortune teller. But yeah, so they fly they, off. They that fly season. away and, and Mang calls Katara floozy. Oh, I forgot about that. That's, that's a great because, way to end Because you can't, you can't call somebody a whore on I, Nickelodeon, I guess. I, I, that's one of those things you could bet a million dollars the first draft of that script had her saying whore. But like, like yeah. okay, well, yeah. well, obviously that's not gonna make there. But like, that's the that's the tone that they're ending that episode with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any episode that ends with someone calling Katara floozy can't be all that bad. So, yeah. So now oh, it's time for Bato of the Water Tribe. Oh no, what can happen? Oh no, they find a sword made out of a whale's tooth. It's a Water Tribe weapon, so they search the area and find evidence of a Water Tribe battle with the Fire Nation. There's a boat there, but it's not their dad's boat. But it's from his fleet. I cannot tell if this battle was supposed to take place even, even even further into the episode. Did this battle take place weeks, months, years ago? I can't tell. Yeah, it doesn't help that the, the show has done nothing to suggest like what the t progress of time is since the show has started. Because um, his dad left when when two when years Sokka earlier was still a little kid. Yeah. Well, there's a flashback to, to show him his dad yeah. going away. And it's kind of but, that's that funny thing because even though it was only two years earlier, and it's not like Sokka was like a little baby, they they give him like a little bit of a baby voice, like my I'm Muppet Baby Sokka, please don't go. But yeah, yeah, but 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 then but okay, I'll get that. <laughs> um, got a lot of thoughts. Yeah, so uh, on Zuko's boat, some lady with a character design, so you can tell she's going to be important in the episode. Oh yeah, she's not uh, just generic person in a robe, yeah. but like she's been it's, so someone someone spent like an afternoon drawing this character. Yeah, yeah, she's searching for uh, the stowaway and rips up Zuko's ship to find him. She's yeah. using her giant mole rat bear thing that licks paralyzing tongue fluids at people. I think she refers to it as a sheer shoe. Um, yeah. yeah, she's, oh man, I forgot, oh, fucking, yeah, fucking June, I love this character, she doesn't show up a bunch, what? but like, What's yeah. her name? June. June. Voiced by oh, okay. Mass Effect. That's the thing, what I forgot, I forgot this character was in the show. It's, uh, what's it, the voice of Commander Shepard, the Fem Shep. Oh, Which, is it, I thought, I could... At first, I thought it might have been uh, Paget Brewster. Just a couple of the Who's sounds Paget she made. Who's Paget Brewster? Let me make sure. Let's see. Paget Brewster, you've 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 heard her voice. She's uh, the the name sounds well, familiar. Is she a voice actress as opposed to just like yes. an actress who just does? Let's see, June. Yeah, uh, she has done Jennifer uh, Hale. She, yeah, it's totally she, Jennifer Hale. Yeah, 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 it is. She was Bird Girl and Harvey Birdman, which you haven't seen, <laughs> but you should. Uh, she was, and if you ever listened to the Thrilling Adventure Hour, she plays Pageant one of, uh, opposite. That's a great uh, name. Tompkins. She's she's a great actress. I I really enjoy her. Work. Oh, she was on Community, but she she actually did she just, like live action stuff too. Like, she just yeah. did the voiceover for the 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 Behind the Attractions documentary on Disney Plus. Was that any she good? Did that. 
Uh, he, he, you know. <laughs> wow, a damning endorsement for me. No, it, it's a little bit too Toys That Made Us vibe. Oh, really? That's unfortunate. Yeah, that's uh, okay. fine. Oh, she played. Oh, she was Della Duck on the new DuckTales. Okay. I mean, she's yes. done a thousand things, but like. Yeah. No, okay, she's okay. great. Okay. Anyhow, she <laughs> exactly, rides off. Yeah. Yeah. At that night, Sokka has a memory of his dad leaving him. Oh, that's what it was. To yeah. go to war because he was too young. Oh, dad, and, don't go. Yeah, also that night, some dude comes out and it's, it's Bado, the guy the episode's named after. He shows up, and he's the only one left from that. He's dressed like a but mummy it, a little bit. Like, oh, he got yeah. injured, that's what it was. So he's got, like, yeah, bandages. Yeah, so when did the battle take Cause place? Because of, the, like, Because like, he's still years. bandaged up. Yeah, well, he just suggests it's been relatively recent. He's still bandaged up, and he's talking about how he's, like, waiting for word from, like, Sokka and Katara's dad about when they can yeah. meet up again so he can, like, become part of the fleet again, Yeah. Yeah, so I I can't tell how long anything's yeah. going. So, so I guess so. So, but 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 Bato's been hanging out at like this nun place. What's it called when yeah, nuns go? Oof. Get thee to a nunnery. Yeah, I think. What you, what, you don't call it a priestery. No, that's true. <laughs> so that's why I had a moment of like, what is it called again? Yeah. Yeah, so that they're, they're perfume uh, nuns, which uh, I'm sure in this episode about an animal that tracks scents, they showed <laughs> that like how they sh that animals track mm -hmm. scents earlier mm -hmm. in the show when he was looking for the random dude on Zuko's ship. Like, yeah, it's a thing. They go to his quarters, which he has made to look exactly like the his quarters at home. It's just like up north. Or south? Where are they? Which well, are, I think it's south. Presumably north south. Even though they're pretty okay. close to the north by this point, they are. This mm. is yeah. Um, I do love a uh, nice bit of characterization here, where like Aang is a little bit like he's kind of grossed out about like because he is a vegetarian, he doesn't believe hurting animals, so he's like a little grossed out by all the animal pelts and things like that. Mm -hmm. And like Bato, I guess he's made like stewed sea prunes and fucking Katara's getting all like, oh my god, he got sea prunes. I guess it's her favorite water tribe dish. And they offer yum, some yum. to Aang and Aang's like, oh god, it's fucking nasty. Yeah. I do like he hates water tribe culture. It's great. Mm. I mean, it's not a huge joke or anything like that, but I do love that kind of He's also. Like, yeah. Very jealous that they're, they're excited to see this guy weird. they haven't seen for years. What are you doing, Aang? This is one of those things we're watching the episode. I was like, I've, what? Like, what? I was like, I realized that, like, he starts sulking. I was like, oh my god, it's that episode where he mm. becomes like a fucking monster. What's wrong with Aang? <laughs> Again, I get the idea that he's supposed to be 12, and I kind of appreciate that the show is, like, going out of its way to make Aang look. He's not a perfect little dude, but, like,. It's weird how so. I mean, I guess he has never really. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like it fits his character. Like he's supposed to be the understanding. He seems to be at least not. a little bit. I could. If they just like, even if it was the same dynamic, just toned down a bit. But like, the moment that like Aang, Aang and Katara have someone to talk to who isn't him, he just gets <laughs> super fucking sulky, and it's like, and it's not even a thing of like he feels sad because he's got a crush on Katara. It's just like he just feels just so like, damn. Calm the fuck down, dude. But yeah. Yeah. Oof. So, uh, elsewhere, that lady is arm wrestling Rayu from Street <laughs> Fighter. Spoilers, if you look up making up stuff about this episode, they're like, little known fact, we designed that guy to look like Ryu from Street Fighter. And it's like, no shit. I'm surprised, like, <laughs> I'm surprised, like, Guile and Cammy aren't off to the side, like, doing high fives and shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Zuko comes walking in and saying, out of my way, filth. Just charming the pants <laughs> off of everyone. Zuko wonders why the Fire Nation isn't more popular in the world. Jesus yeah. Christ, yes. You know, people have knives 
Zuko, they could just <laughs> yeah, stab you. You can't, like, I know you're a good firebender, but you can't melt this knife blade before I like shove it in just, your face. So he could just sink a blade between his his ribs and say, I'm a knife bender, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. God forbid if they ever invent guns someday, Zuko's super <laughs> fucked. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, yeah. yeah. So he demands, he's like, you broke my boat. I demand satisfaction, but I will pay you with money. Or he doesn't want money from her. He wants uh, her to hunt down the owner of uh, Katrina's necklace, or Katara's necklace. Oh, yeah. I guess. He, he, he doesn't want her. He wants the bald monk she's traveling with. They'll pay her her weight in gold. And she's like, like make it the uncle's weight in gold. And you got a deal. I wrote burst out laughing. And I love that. Because I was just mm. totally like, you got it. Yeah. I thought that was cute. Yeah. Iroh's yeah, got so, a little bit of a crush on June. It's cute. Um, so the beast sniffs and they take off to try to find them. And so, this uh, is good. In... This hmm? is good plotting because they uh, this this is the first. Oh, I'll get to this in a minute. Go ahead. Hmm. So uh, I am watching it now. It's Botto... just shots of Aang just being all like horrified <sighs> that someone else is talking to his friends. Yeah. Oh yeah, my he's god. He's expecting word. Bado's expecting word from the kid's dad any day now to tell him where to go to catch up with all the rest of his group. Then when they get word together, they can all go see them. Yay! And Aang says, <laughs> and leaves right before they say, but we can't go with you because we have to take Aang to the North Pole. Yeah. Oh, if only I'd stuck around for 12 hey. more seconds. Again, I know so it's a kid's know. cartoon, but I hate, like, coincidental, like, plotting like that where, like, <laughs> it's, it's a stupid mis... Well, it's, it's a badly character-driven misunderstanding that could have been completely avoided if a character had just not walked out of the room, like, yeah. five seconds later. Like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, but it's anyway, fucking Aang, so he Aang goes, goes outside to, to sulk. boat, and uh, then some guy on a chocobo comes riding up and is like, Bato, Bato, <laughs> you know a Bato? I'm looking for a Bato. I Aang says, do I know a Bato, and the guy says, eh, fucking close enough, and throws a map <laughs> at him and rides off. That's I, the worst delivery man I've ever seen. I do love it because Aang's sitting on top of the boat and it's really quiet for a long time and you hear in the distance. And it gets louder and louder and louder as the dude shows up on his chocobo. Aang sees it's a map with the directions to their dad and he says, and crumples it up. crumples it up. Not even a moment of like. For safekeeping. That, okay. Even if they just had a moment of him, like, looking at the house with Bato in it, kind of thinking about it. But no, he immediately crumbles it up and says, fuck it. I'm going to fucking pretend this never happened. Like, holy yeah. shit, Aang. Holy. Oh, fuck. So, uh, he goes back, pretends to love the plum soup or whatever. Mm. Uh, the bad guys are stalking Aang and his group through various prior episodes. This is the first real bit of serialization we get in the show, where it's, like, mm. building on what we just saw. Like, yeah, they go to they go to whatever temple it was that, like, uh, Katara and Sokka were hanging out with while they were sick, and they run into the perfume... Not the perfume lady. The, um... The medicine lady with her goddamn yeah. cat. And she's like, ah, they went that way. And so, yeah. yeah. And then they go to the fucking perfume town, which actually I need to see if they actually draw the town with, like, the, the fucking magic shell chocolate shit around uh, the edges. But, like, but, yeah, no, it's nice to show that, like, you know, like, uh, there's a little bit of connectivity here between this and the uh, recent episodes, which is it's not the end of the world. It's not, like, the most majestic, insane, no. groundbreaking thing. But it is kind of nice to see that, like, there's a consistent world here. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Aang keeps hiding the evidence of the map, and the bad guys keep searching for the kids. There's a goofy the, the, thing where, like, a, the crumpled they, up map falls out of his pocket, and, like, one of the nuns at the Abbey is all... Abbey is the word How I'm could you litter? And it's a total, like, I saw what you did! Aren't you a horrible person? And he's like, oh, no, I'm busting! And she's like, because you littered! And it's like, wah, wah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I forgot so we watching a Nickelodeon show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the... the, the there's some coming of age thing that you're supposed to do with your parent, but when you turn 13, but since they missed out on that, they're gonna do it now. Yes. Ice dodging, even though your parent's not here, we're gonna do it. So they go out and they do rocks, and they have to all work together. Ang's position's all about trust. Do you get it? So they dodge more, uh... ro dodge rocks, and they use dodge more rocks by using bending. That Aye. seems like cheating, but okay. Yeah. So they all get marks on their head, painted on there with the guy's, the Vato's thumb, and he's like, you're cool, you're cool, and uh, Aang, you're cool, your mark means to you're trust it, but he's cool. like, cool, yeah. He's like, nah, 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 see, I have this map right here that in my pocket, and Sokka's like, ah, how dare you have this map? For eight hours and didn't tell me. And I'm out of here, have nerd. Lied, you suck. It only, literally has been like eight hours. He could have just been like, "Oh, hey, by the way, I was peeing behind a tree, that, and the guy came the, up and gave me the map." I I could have believed that like Sokka blowing up the way he does at him if this was like the second episode or something. They haven't been traveling together for months, but they should have had a conversation about it. It, been this, a it doesn't feel right. In this moment, it's, yeah, something, something. Yeah, if, if this, yeah, it's, it's it's a simple, yeah, what what you said, yeah. If this had been yeah. like the sixth episode of the show, especially or something like that, especially like, Katara being like, I'll go, I'm going to go ahead with him too. To that is the daddy. most damning thing, because like even like Angel, little bit like, oh Katara, what do you think? And she's just like, I'm going, I'm leaving. This is it. Goodbye. Like the like, there's no big tearful goodbye, and she's just like, I'm I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah, which they don't, they are even justified. The, even, but even Bato's like, hey, stop it. What are you doing? But they're like, you shut up. Hang the bully. We're leaving. <laughs> they smack him upside the head. Suddenly he's the curly of their trio. And he's like, how did I yeah. get it into being, being the curlier? I'm the old one. Yeah. So, man, they split up, and now that lady on the monster is going to find them, and, but Aang's not going to be with well, them. Well, It is clever yeah. that, like... So, again, this is what I was going to say earlier with the fact that, like, again, tying in the serialization, it's the fact that, like, June and Zuko and Iroh are looking for Katara. Well, I mean, they're looking for the Avatar, but it's through Katara's necklace. <laughs> and the fact that, like, Zuko's had Katara's necklace from, like, five episodes ago. Yeah. Like, it's you can start seeing the show's finally starting to, like, pull together threads from other episodes. Mm -hmm. Which, of course, this is a big thing as the show goes on. Like, the show pretty much con com is comprised nothing of continued plot threads and stuff like this. But, like, it is clever that, like... When they finally do catch up to Katara as a result of Katara, them only having Katara's necklace, they can only ca they only capture Katara. I mean, it's a little ridiculous. They only happen to catch up with Katara and, so and Sokka and Bato like literally for like five minutes after they've broken up with Aang. So Aang has to go save them. But like, I, I, I the, 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 the emotional crux of this episode is stupid. But I thought the plotting was pretty clever. But yeah. Mm -hmm. So, even the nuns, who are supposed to be probably pretty nice, are like, yeah, yeah you should probably leave Aang. Everyone hates Aang, and even Aang is justifiable, like, everyone hates me, I guess I'll just go mm -hmm. off to the northern water tribe by myself. And, like, and like even the lady's like, you should get out of here, and he's like, yeah, I know, I'm going, Jesus Christ, and she's like, no, like, someone's, like, attacking the town or something like that, or whatever, yeah. yeah. The bad guys show up to scare the perfume nuns, and... 
You think the perfume nuns would have been able to? I guess they're not. They, maybe they don't know exactly what's happening. But you think the perfume nuns would have been like, "Hey, look, yeah. get, let's get our perfume out now." Like, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Elsewhere, a wolf howls, and they're like, "Oh no, oh, it sounds yeah. like it's sad." And it, the uh, Bato says, "Yeah, it's sad because it got <laughs> separated from its pack." And Sokka says, "That's a bit heavy-handed, don't you think?" Yeah, come on. And also the yeah. Bato being like, "I know how that feels because I felt that pain when I was left behind." It's like, yeah. it's like, Jesus Christ, dude, like, it's, it's a wolf, like, like, everyone's suddenly getting super philosophical. Yeah. But, yeah. And Sokka's like, man, we donked up real good, we should probably go back for it. I'm watching this again now, I did, did forget that, like, Sokka's realization that they need to go back for Aang, it comes with, like, it's clumsily done, but, like, the whole, like, the wolf feels my pain, it's the pain of loneliness does coincide we get another little tiny one-shot flashback of Sokka being left behind by his dad as, as his dad's fleet flies uh, uh, sails away and so it is highlighting the fact that like Sokka once felt the same way back in the past and so that's what drives him deciding to go around and like reconnect with Aang and like yeah which I thought that was actually kind of nice even though like again the execution's a little weird but I, I appreciate what they were trying to do but yeah. but then, then they go turn around like they have to go yeah yeah. They're going to abandon their quest to go see their dad, and then they're going to go help Aang. They don't even know yeah, when Aang yeah. needs help, but they're going to go reunite with Aang and keep on going on the original quest, but yeah. Yeah, Aang sitting in a boat, Perfume Moon comes up, and is like, That's hey, you gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I tell yeah. him, he's all like, yeah, fuck you, I know, I'm, I'm already letting that lady here, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The, the 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 other kids get attacked and ambushed and paralyzed and the map oh, gets snipped, so now it can follow Aang. Yeah, because I guess Jun Shirshu has this tongue that can like automatically disable people when when yeah. they get licked so yeah yeah Sokka and so Katara go, immediately captured yeah they carry the kids back to the perfume nun's place because that's where Aang's trail is and they break the doors that the nuns just fixed again <laughs> and then um and they, they're sniffing for it and it looks up and Aang's flying up there on his, his it on is Appa. it is turns oh, into no, this crazy just flying on his thing it is, it is turn, it turns into like the six minute long battle though because it is great because you've got like Fucking so, June like June's going after Aang, but then like Sokka gets off, and everyone just like starts. Well, not everyone because like Sokka and Katara are still fucked up, even though they're conscious yeah. now. But they're trying to get up, but they're all fucked up. Uh, fucking uh, Appa is fighting June's sheer shoes. June is whipping. It's like, yeah, Zuko I... and Aang are fighting, and it's like just, everything kind of goes off the hook here. Yeah, she she uses her whip to whip Appa, and Appa's like, "Ow, I have, and no, I don't believe that." <laughs> He's what? a giant. Giant, giant water buffalo. He's got enough fur that I, I, I would be surprised if he could even feel fur. it. Yeah, yeah well, he's not going to be feeling her whip. Yeah. Um, God, it's, it's most. I mean, it's pretty cool fighting, but like, it's hard to like. Yeah, there's not much to comment on other than the fighting is like you really get to see Zuko and Ango at it really open in the open for the first time, really just like trying to knock the shit out of each other. And yeah. uh, you get to see a fucking Appa gets licked a whole bunch. <laughs> But yeah. he doesn't get. It takes a while Uncle, for him to finally get knocked out, but he does. But yeah, Uncle's just kind of there. Hanging yeah, out. Uncle is just. Well, that's the thing. Uncle is just. That's the, his job. He's just watching just her be... fight, rubbing it out in the corner. I. That's kind of what happens until I can't remember mm -hmm. who figures out the fucking. Oh, it's so the fucking nuns come out with some of their perfume to kind of act like smelling salts to help. Yeah. So, like it's kind of suggested that they're using as smelling salts to wake up Katara and. And Sokka, but they're already conscious. Somehow their perfume just makes them able to stand up now. Yeah, and that's when I think cure. Sokka's like, okay, let's use that perfume to confuse June's giant sheer shoe animal thing, so mm -hmm. it can't like 
fight anymore because I guess yeah. it can't even fight if it can't. It essentially go. Well, I, it's, it's funny because I didn't realize towards the end of the episode the actual character design for that animal has no eyes, so yeah. it literally just does see through sense. So I guess it is really kind of blind and useless now. And yeah. what the fuck? It How gets overwhelmed get and freaks out. It licks uh, Zuko and um, oh okay the, and June. Oh, and that's what happens. <laughs> God, this, this is my abiding memory of this episode is this joke at the end where with, everyone, as the kids fly away and uncle just kind of snuggles up with her that's creepy sure, maybe, that, maybe that joke is not yeah. aged that well but like Zuko's like I don't remember you getting licked and he's like shut up this is I mean this is really the only time in the whole show you get to see Uncle Iroh kind of horny about someone which is a little weird there but is yeah. one certain part of me that's paralyzed if you know what I mean Rock hard. I was like, Uncle, yeah, I didn't see you get like, he's like, mm, shh, and like, <laughs> well, then fucking June suddenly wakes up at that moment, too, and you wonder what yeah. the hell happened next after that, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, so, fucking. And then all of that fighting, Aang managed to get the the, the, bra the necklace back from Oh, yeah, Zuko. we never got the saw, but he did get the fight. Yeah. Oh, no, he actually kicked it off Zuko's body at the start of the yeah. fight, like, he managed to, like, use his toe when and, like they fight on top of a well or something that's what it was so now yeah. he like this is kind of his almost like makeup gift is like hey i'm sorry and i was like, a total hey, monster i here's your necklace zuko wanted me to give it to her and she's like well next time you see zuko give him a kiss for me and she smooches ang on the cheek which makes him blush and the episode ends <laughs> yeah appa has to feel ang's boner digging into the back of his neck as they're flying away it's yeah. like oh my god i don't know um, De next episode is called The Deserter. Also known as the episode where it teaches kids not to play with matches. Mm, I almost kind of wonder. I totally forgot this episode existed. Um, I almost kind of wonder. Um, I guess. Kind of wonder what? Sorry. No, go ahead. Um, I almost kind of wonder if this episode was kind of like dictated by like the standards and practices people at Nickelodeon were like, okay, we're showing kids playing with fire. We need to have at least one episode that mm. shows kids how dangerous fire is. And so that's kind yeah. of the whole thrust of this episode. But yeah. Mm. So, uh, the grand Aang gang walks through some woods and uh, there's a Fire Nation Festival, a poster for it. Oh, that's which right. Which they'll yeah. go to because it'll give you a good place for Aang to study fire bending. Aang, my dude, what do you, the Fire Nation wants to kill you. What are you Don't doing? Go there's, even a, there's even a wanted poster of you on that side, but they say, fuck it. Well, we're still going to go, because it might be Aang's only chance to see some master firebending up close. I don't yeah. know. Didn't you just Aang, see some master firebending up close <laughs> at the end of last episode when someone was trying to burn your face with that master You're being bending? chased by tons of firebenders. <laughs> yeah, you you're can not, observe you're them not fighting for you. chances to see firebending. Yeah, it's like it's like being stuck behind enemy lines in Nazi Germany and like, oh, an excuse to see uh, uh, Nazis shooting people up close and personally. It's like, maybe that's the thing you should be avoiding at this point. Yeah. Uh, they do the clever thing of the, like, the other wanted posters. One is of the deserter, the t titular yeah. character. And also a, a wanted poster for the Blue Spirit, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, so I guess and this so episode's taking place at least a couple weeks later. If people have already had yeah. time to put up, uh, print up and post out uh, uh, wanted posters for Zuko's Blue Spirit. But, but, yeah. Don't worry, they'll wear disguises, <laughs> which are this pulling on some hoodies right yeah they like, really that's, we, that's some Aang. real that's some real teenage mutant ninja turtles disguise <laughs> there just bud. put on a fedora which how does that like i guess you pop a up fedora your and a trench coat yeah i do like well Aang doesn't even have that much he just pulls his shirt over it so he's like doing the cornholio 
Like, we're wearing the same costume, Dan. Yeah, Come and he's on. obviously just an airbender. Well, I guess no one's seen yeah. an airbender for a hundred years, so hopefully you can get away with that, but like... He's yeah. got a giant arrow on his head. Yeah. So they go to the fire fire performance where a firebender is doing a stage show. He needs a volunteer from the crowd. He picks Katara. She sits in a chair, he ties her up, and then he makes a giant fire dragon in the sky out of fire, and it flies around. And it's, he's like, Ooh, I'm performing a show! Oh, look out, here comes the dragon! And Aang says, I have to save her! And jumps up like a real dingus, and just uses their airbending to make the fire dragon. What are you doing? Is I'm... this your first day on on alive? <laughs> what is this? I uh, I get what? that he's only twelve years old. He spent a hundred <laughs> years in the ice. Even before then, he only grew up like at an air temple. Presumably, they didn't have theater of any kind, so he has no idea. Like this is all just pretend. But he's definitely. It's totally like. Oh no, there's a movie train coming at me. I better jump out of my seat and run away before I'm run over by this movie train kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, um, just, I'm also gonna make a quick note, just because two little things skipped over right before, like, we mm. get to the fire thing, but, like, um, at the fire festival, there's a little puppet show reenact, well, not even reenacting, but, like, showing the fire lord, like, f setting someone else on fire. I just mm. love the idea that someone burnt up a puppet just for a puppet show at a fire festival. Or, I guess it is a fire festival, Fire Nation Festival. I also, there's a little thing where Sokka goes and you buy some fire flakes. Which, uh, I do, like, it's oh, not like yeah. a huge plot. Fireflakes does become, like, you, it's kind of like the na the Fire Nation popcorn. The Fireflakes come up a couple more times throughout the series, and this is the first time we've seen it, which, I guess they're like cornflakes, but just either spicy and or actually fiery. It's hard to tell. But, yeah, anyway, but, yeah, Aang <laughs> shows himself to be a complete rube. Well, there's a moment right before... He jumps up on stage and interrupts the show, where you get to see Katara's, like, she's about to, she's, like, genuinely scared of that fire, though, justifiably, because her entire family was murdered by firebenders. They don't know that, but, like, but, like, yeah. he does jump, uh, like, it's it's hard to tell whether or not he's, like, jumping up on the stage partially in reaction to how Katara's obviously not cool with this, but, like, he does fuck everything up, and like, the, 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 the fire dragon explodes into, like, confetti and shit, you know? Yeah. So, shockingly, they get chased by the Fire Nation. But uh, there's a shadowy figure that helps them escape with smoke bombs and whatnot. So, and then Aang uses his Appa whistle, and they summon Appa, and they Again, fly. Again, nice away to and like they bring back the Appa whistle from just like, yeah, it, like half a dozen episodes. Set off fireworks before. and stuff you know. as they fly away. And it's, it's a long-faced dude from the Fire Nation. His name is Che. <laughs> long-faced dude. And he's got a long face. Oh, he is. I forgot it's not the deserter, but it's another guy we don't see again. He's just like this monk-faced no, guy. He's, yeah, He's here and there. Yeah, okay. The oh, he serves a man. That's what he is. Zhang Zhang. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was the first person to leave the Fire Nation army and live. And, and Shay, this guy, is the second one. I thought he sounded like kind of like Max from the Goofy movie, but maybe hmm. that voice actor. But it's not. He is The guy that plays this long-faced guy is actually the Crypt Keeper. What? Yeah. Well, I'm glad to see that guy still getting work. Like he, like he, he's not just doomed. Like just to be like, oh, skeletishly. I can't even think of a crypt keeper pun, but like, Nailed oh, it. that's kind of funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, <laughs> the fire. He's this. this, this Jang Jang is a firebending master. He's yeah. Okay. Not yeah. loyal to the Fire Nation, and so Ang's this might be his only chance to learn firebending. So. uh... Back at the the Fire Nation festival, the admiral's now there, and he's upset. Oh, admiral's out, yeah, yeah. So they go chasing them down the river, because that's the way they headed on the flying 
Bison. Like, why would I? I'm mean, I, I. Why are they flying down a river? Like, I guess they're like. I don't know, I but guess, and it's I guess like lives on they the river. they flew towards the, they flew that away. So they're like, okay, we're just gonna board our boats and go that way. I guess. So, why? I I mean, they stay all close to the river because they're they're stupid. I, I imagine, but like. If you were going to follow them, why would you just assume they're going to stay close to the river? Yeah, especially it's the weird. flying bison. They don't have to go anywhere. They, can, like, they, yeah. they don't know that they have to stick by the river because presumably this old Fire Nation admiral is living on the river. Uh, whatever, but yeah. Whatever. It's a little, just plot Anyhow. convenience. They just think they yeah. can, yeah. Yeah. And then for, the Fire Nation spend a lot of time on boats surrounded by their their <laughs> water, their like biggest weakness. Mm-hmm. Seems like a dumb idea. You think they would have more airships and shit like that too? Because they have fire. You think you'd invent some hot air balloons and shit like that? Mm. But burf. But burf. So uh, Che comes out of. He gets sent to the, the the deserter's tent, and he said. Then he comes out later, and he says he won't sing Aang. He says you're not ready. You haven't mastered water or earth bending yet. He can tell from the way you walk. And then he's like, fuck that, I'm gonna go in and see him anyway. So he goes in the tent, and Zhang Zhang shouts platitudes about him, and egg, and oh, you know, you gotta master this and that, and blah blah blah. Uh, yeah. Fire's too cool, too cool for a nerd like you, and Aang's like, no, I wanna learn it, no, never. But then, oh wait, a vision of a past avatar talking to Zhang Zhang, and, and he's like, okay, I'll teach you. Well, that was This is needless. a little weird, even by avatar things, because it's not like... Aang just, like, turns into this past time. It's not even, like, the spirit of is this that avatar what happens? That's what it looks like, because, like, he's, like, yelling at Aang, and suddenly, like, this old, like, it's it's, it's not like he's, it's not like a force ghost. He's just suddenly turns into, like, his old, ver I mean, we, I mean, this, presumably, this is just, like, you know, Zhang Zhang's perception of what's going on. But it's, yeah, Far Fire Lord, uh, oh, God, Zuko, not Zuko, Ruko, Rocco? Uh, fucking Rocco's Modern Life shows up mm -hmm. and is all like, Bitch, teach me fire. I've had to learn this shit a million times again. This kid needs to learn. And suddenly he turns back into Aang. And then Zhang Shan's like, Ah, fuck, I gotta teach you fire. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Aang has to concentrate on breathing while squatting and feeling the heat of the sun on his head or whatever. Then he has to squat on top of a hill and practice breathing and <laughs> Well, and they're in the middle, like, he's on a stone in the middle of this river, yeah. Yeah. After they're breathing for ten hours, he's like, fuck, man, I know how to feel the sun and breathe this shit. I need to learn how to shoot fire from my fingertips. But the old man had a people once that only cared about fire and destruction. And you gotta learn patience and stuff. <laughs> that guy was a real dingus. You gotta learn restraint, or you risk destroying everything you love. It is, so. it is, I mean, Zhang uh, Zhang's very interesting, because this whole thing is like, you have to respect fire before you can learn how to control it. But Aang, again, he's 12 years old. And also, he does, he has got a bug up his ass about, like, I've only got a couple months to learn all these things. I need to learn things as fast as possible. He is, like, impatient. He's like, I just want to learn to the firebending. I don't want to learn, like, control or anything like that. And, like, yeah. Zhang Zhang is like, oh, the fuck, fuck. But like, Aang's just being really just, like, up his ass about, like, I need to learn faster. We got to go, go, go. And it's a little bit like, I mean, we just saw Aang being an asshole in this episode, and Aang's already just being an asshole again in this episode already. And then yeah. we haven't gotten to the real asshole part of Aang in this episode yet. But it's mm. already like, oh god, Aang, calm so, the fuck down. If you've never seen the Karate Kid, calm down, yeah. <laughs> Aang learns how to be cool waiting, so now he's gotta keep a fire from reaching the edges of a leaf. 
Which that's kind that's of an really interesting good. practice where it's not even like fire bending, but just like controlling the embers of this burning leaf. Mm -hmm. Which that that but... would have been cool if he didn't fuck it up. There's fire trouble down at the old watering hole. <laughs> That's so the, the whole the whole rest of this episode takes place around this watering hole, yeah. <laughs> so the master runs off and Aang's makes fire while he's away and he swooshes it all around with not a care in the world. Man and Katara walks up and is like, You better be <laughs> I forgot that this happened until literally the moment before and I was like, Oh shit! I remember the first time I saw this and I was like Oh fuck, Katara actually gets fucked up! Thankful, well, it's also weird because they don't show exactly what happens. Yeah, it is the most... You think Katara could have been able to see this coming? Because, like, fucking Aang, he's created this... I guess this is his first real act of firebending is... The fact that he takes this burning leaf... And is able to combust it into actual fire that he's actually turned into, like, a fire tornado. And, like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> fucking Katara sees this. Instead of backing away, she decides to get up close and like, Hey, Aang! I need- I'm gonna buy some groceries! You want anything with the store? And like, boom! She gets burned in the face! And like, we don't see exactly what happened. She just falls down on the ground crying. Sokka shows up. He's like, what the fuck did you just do to my he, sister? He like, tackles Aang and is yeah, like- Yeah, he's about to fucking sock him. Like, Sokka's yeah. about to sock him. And mm -hmm. like, it is like, like fucking Aang's all like, ah, the fuck's going on? Like, things fly off the hook <laughs> super fast right here. Yeah. This is like, after, right after the last episode, it is like, extra just like, Aang, what the fuck are you doing? Everyone's so disappointed in Holy Aang. shit. And so thankfully, like, a fucking Katara. Yeah, don't runs worry off. about Katara. She just sticks her hands in some water, and then the the, the firebaster guy comes up and is like, "Hey, you can heal, I guess." That's the power <laughs> it's you have. Like, yeah, Water um, Nation can heal sometimes. This was the horror. We decided. Is, so I guess what happened? We didn't get to actually see it. So presumably, when Katara almost got Freddy Krueger, I guess she threw her hands up to protect her face. Yeah. Thankfully, otherwise she would have been just like fucking pizza face. But I guess a bur like they show her hands are like burned, scarred. Like they look like P Freddy Freddy Krueger hands. She dips her hands in the river, and like they start to glow. And it is, she's just like, oh, I'm magically healed. And yeah, just conveniently dude shows up and says, oh, you have a magical healing ability that some water mm -hmm. vendors have. And, and she's like, okay. And that's just, uh, yeah. She Spoilers. doesn't seem super excited about it. You think it. it'd be like, yeah. Well, th th to be fair, there's a lot of go. Th you shit's think she'd so be like, oh my gosh. Five minutes I can help. I can help so many people with this. <laughs> well, that becomes a thing at the end of the episode where Sokka's like, why did we, we could have used this this healing technology before but like um this does become a big eh, not even a plot point but like katara's healing ability that becomes a huge thing throughout the rest of the series because of I course in a show where everyone's getting fucked up all the time that having a heal like, she's essentially a white mage now where she can yeah. heal, like i mean she like someone dies or gets like their fucking shot in the face she can't help but like yeah like small burns and still she, yeah. she's yeah it really is essentially a walking first aid kit if you get a fucking boo-boo <laughs> on your a knee walking she can, aloe vera like, leaf yeah, she can only do so much. Yeah, she can't yeah. like she she can't like suck bullets out of bullet wounds. But yeah, um, no time to ruminate on that though. No, the fire tribes are coming, and they're here to fuck everyone up. The admiral also is the master's old student. What a shocking twist! I did not see coming. And no one cares because we don't know any of these characters, so it's not like no, really that no, big yeah. of a deal. But like, <laughs> so, yeah. And so Aang is pouting in the firebender's tent. The master, he's all, oh, I don't want to do firebending anymore. Never, ever again. But Katara is like, no, look, I'm okay. See? 
and he's like, oh, okay, I'll fire Ben again. No problem. I'm going to go save the day me. now. Woohoo! Yeah. Thankfully, I had a magic skill that I never heard of before that, like, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so he's you, off to save the day. There's actually no ramifications for your lack, complete lack of patience, you fucking dickhead. Yeah. yeah. So Zhang Zhang's talking to the Admiral's like, man, you don't want to fight the Avatar because he going to beat you up. So He got powerful and he going to get you. And the, the Admiral says, ah, I know. I don't think I got to worry about no kid getting the, the best Admiral's of me. Been, like, literally doing the thing where he kind of weighs his hand. He's like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, he starts mocking him. He makes a little child. Muppet mouth. Makes, remember, every day, every day, he's so powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then Zhang Zhang just vanishes, and now Aang and the Admiral. I'm watching this, and I'm like, what happened? Because Zhang Zhang would have been a huge help in this fight, but like, yeah. he just magically just disappears for no reason. Yeah. Like, yeah. because otherwise, you don't get the whole end of the rest of this episode. It's just, yeah. uh, yeah, Aang just tricks the fucking Admiral Zhao into burning his own wooden. Yeah, he has Boats. no self-control, so Aang just taunts him constantly and insults him and wiggles his butt at him and it makes him so mad. <laughs> he burns his own boat, and Aang is like, nice job, nerd, you lose. Aang <laughs> literally bends over and does the fucking pet detective butt-talking thing, and that makes <laughs> fucking Admiral... And also, Admiral Zhao, even though we've only seen the Fire Nation use metal ships up at this, this point, Admiral Zhao just happened to have the, the only wooden Fire Nation boats we've ever seen up to this point. We quickly discover why the fire nation doesn't use wooden boats because he has now cooked <laughs> yeah. his own ships yeah, yeah. and he says <laughs> and then gets away and so I... mm -hmm. how stupid do you have to be to be a master firebender and you don't realize you're gross like what what why why fire why what? wooden boats i'm assuming I... they commandeered these boats from earth nation people i don't know what the hell happened but firebenders yeah. so far have not presented themselves as very smart or a huge threat yeah i mean well, the, the fire is ouchy uchi and it hurts a lot <laughs> yeah but that's about the as, as well, you know and that's the whole lesson of this episode is like that's exactly what J J jing jang said it was he was like fire like all the all of all the four elements it's the only one that that grows and continues to feed even if you're not there. You have to contain it. You have to learn how to control it. And that's yeah. the whole thing is because Zhao, he was not able to control the fire and he just essentially destroyed his own little baby fleet. And yeah. So the good guys fly away and then fucking... On Appa and all the outcasts that they had captured then because there was a whole group with the, the guy. They also vanished into the night and mm -hmm. uh, Aang is like, I got boo-boo on my arm. I got a little burned. And Katara's like, I boo-boo-jaboo. I healed you. <laughs> And they're like, when'd you learn that? And she's like, I guess I always knew. That's not true at all. I hate That's that. Not in even remotely true. I hate that in movies and TV shows where someone will find like some kind of new ability or discover some kind of knowledge. They even do that with like Luke Skywalker, like in Star Wars, where he's like, I guess I I've always, I always known. knew. Yeah. Like, oh, it's when Leia. she kissed when me, she... I knew. Yeah, <laughs> Luke, no, no. Why did you tell me sooner <laughs> than at least you fucker? But yeah, Ooh. it's just, and they fly away, and like that's the yeah, so. Yeah. Well, that's over the, that's this this chunks of of Avatar last Yeah, we do it. We do it. Well, like, we're getting towards I think there's only one Is there only one chunk of episodes left for the this season? Yeah, four more episodes in the waterbending book. So, maybe they'll learn waterbending. <laughs> it is a little funny cuz like yeah, <laughs> well there's like the word water shows up at least in one of the titles for the last four episodes, so yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, but yeah. Um, so yeah, we're getting to the end of the first third chunk of uh, Avatar Last Airbender, finally. So. Yeah. And like I said, it was kind of cool to finally see 
hopefully you were well yeah you had such a long week that oh no it's it'd it be fun. justified being a little a little blurry about all this stuff but yeah it's it's nice to see like yeah some plot threads from multiple episodes getting strung together finally so yeah well man, what else been going on oh i don't know yeah you how know. was disneyland you disneyland. just got back I'm guessing because Oogie Boogie's Bash was happening, it was way busier than it had any right to be. I did not expect it to be busy, and also it was so busy. Uh, it was it was funny because you waited until late September to go down to Disneyland, which is known to be the coolest time of year in Los Angeles, I guess, right? And it, it got up to like 102. I saw that. Oh, she that sucks. Because you had John John. How old John John now? He's almost four. He He's four almost four. Center. It sounds like he had a good time, but, like, yeah. that's unfortunate after you walking around in the heat. There were a lot of kids melting down because they've been out in the heat too long. God, is hey. there not a lot of, like... Are there, are there a lot of places to hang out in the shade if you're not in line at Disneyland? Kind of, sort of. There's trees, but in Fantasyland, which is, like, the big place for little kid rides, like Peter Pan and yeah. Mr. Toad and all that shit. The lines are from the 1950s, so they're all super close together, mm. tiny little areas with barely any shade. Yeah, you think there'd be some like, kind of like up, Disney put up some umbrellas. What like, are you doing? Up, like, like you think even like the like the the Dumbo ride, they would put like umbrellas on the Dumbo ride, or you know, like even on the ride stuff, or like in the lines, put out some portable awnings. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ, that sucks. But I have a question for you, Build It. I oh no! Know if this no, no, it's fine. I want to know if this makes me a bad person. For <laughs> it. You, you went to Kennywood plenty, right? Oh, I've gone to Kennywood a whole bunch of times. I don't know if this would be uh, equivocal for or whatever the word is. Yeah. For, for know, the, Kennywood as it's well. It's a park I've been to a whole is, bunch, yeah. Isn't it bad that I take a special kind of joy when I see like a parent finally snap? Not at a kid, <laughs> necessarily, but just yeah. when somebody gets like... Uh, when, when I hear a parent say... Uh, you're done, or we're oh, done. Oh, with a kid? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was, or I was worried that you were talking about like what, to like a to, to like one of the employees Not, at the park. Nothing where but it's no, like, yeah. Oh, oh, that person's obviously a bad person, but when you can tell they finally just had enough and they've reached their breaking point, they're like, okay, that's Especially it. if their kid seems to be a snot bird enough that like, like you're, you're like you're in the happiest, the, the, the quote unquote happiest the place on thing. earth, and the parents are like, fucking. <laughs> Because even I love at it. Kennywood, <laughs> Kennywood does not advertise itself as being the happiest place on earth. So it's not, so it's even it's you don't get that quite sense of irony of like <laughs> yeah. you're in this happiest fun park where they're like piping in like cartoon music and stuff and like an adult is about to slap the shit out of their own kid. Yeah, I no, I and I love it even more when it's one adult and another adult that have no kids, obviously. <laughs> Well, so like, what I happened? One late, I saw. Oh, that's just various things. I oh, just one like lady, yeah, like just yeah. walking towards Toontown, and she's like, no, "No, it's this way." And he's like, "No, wait, hold on." And she's just like, "I know, it's up it this way." And he's like, "No, please." <laughs> she just kept walking. I'm like fucking, oh, it's delicious. God damn. <laughs> just a miserable, miserable couple. No, yeah, oh, oh man, man, fucking. I can imagine like the couples watching, like not not, not mm -hmm. even like entire families, but just like, oh man, that's yeah. Interpersonal social dynamics at an amusement park. <laughs> well, and that's that, that, that's the funny thing. I've actually heard people talk about who even work for the parks. I've heard people talk about like it's really easy to forget that like you, you it's 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 one thing if you live in Los Angeles and you're always going to to, to you know Disneyland all the time, but but at least half the people at any Disney park in any given day are people who are probably spending a sizable amount of their life savings 
yeah. on this vacation that have been built up into their head as being the end-all, be-all of family vacations. And if anything, it's funny because it's supposed to be a vacation, but really it's like an extraordinarily stressful situation because you're in a strange environment that you're not used to. You're being, you're spending a lot of money, and you're probably spending a lot more money than you originally anticipated. And you're no gonna one's have qu- fun, or I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, no one's quite as ha- ha- having as much happy fun as the commercial suggested. So, like, for a lot of families, like, it's like extraordinarily stressful, and that shit goes sideways in so many different ways, depending on the person, yeah. individual personalities, plus just the chemical mixture of any particular family unit. It's like, yeah, you could see families just falling apart all the time at the parks, and it's just like, holy shit. So, yeah, no, yeah, that's. All those weird families that all wear matching <laughs> shirts and shit. Do you shit. think at the Disney parks, like, someone in the security office just makes compilation tapes of the funniest meltdowns at the parks? Maybe. Like, oh my god, like, look at this, look at this family, like, oh, and the family's punching out this other family, and, oh man, you can, I, that's one thing you can look up on YouTube, look up fight, fight compilations from Disneyland, because that's oh, the thing, man. like, physical fighting, because everyone's got a phone, so there's always fights breaking out, but, like, yeah. God damn! Also, yeah. is it is it ta- so? There's a lot of like families with like matching shirts or like shirts oh yeah, say, like the mom, the dad, the sister, the brother. You know, birthday boy, best Which, vacation ever. From is this? Yeah. So the birth, best you know vacation ever, whatever. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. fine. But is it just me or is it super tacky for like one of the parents to be wearing a shirt that says "most expensive vacation ever"? What? Like that's fucking tacky as shit, right? Because that's you're just being passive aggressive about how much money you're spending. Yeah, that's I've seen I saw multiple people wearing most expensive vacation ever. Yeah, that's one thing. If you're there by yourself and you just want to be like kind of a weirdo to the employees, like hey, look at me, I'm spending money. But like if you're doing that with like your kids, shit. Yeah. Like, I can see the sense of humor in that, but that's also just like. And also, you're just reminding everyone else around you that how much everyone looks like the. Like, ideally, when you're at a Disney park or any kind of park where you're spending any kind of. Or any kind of thing where you're spending money, after a while, you want to stop thinking about the money you're spending and just have a good time. And it's hard to do that. Some assholes walking on around with a shirt like that. It's like, yeah, we all understand this shit's expensive. We wouldn't be here if we weren't, like, dropping $100 just to get through the fucking front door, but, like. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm glad you guys had a pretty good time, though. So shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was he was he got real pick about rides. He pretty much tried everything he could, but then he got picky, and you're like, you want to do this ride? No. You want to do that ride? No. You guys go in cars? Uh, he did. He only did the two that he could do. Couldn't do the fast one because he was like half an inch too short. He's like 39. And oh, a half are there multiple cars rides? Yeah. Multiple, oh, is, the, is, most is, of the car rides is. Is uh, the one that everyone jerks around? Is that like a speed ride? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was just a gentle tour through, like, the American Southwest. I didn't realize that was, like, like... So is it kind of like I don't know why it's then? forty inches because it's just it goes kind of fast. It's not oh, okay. It's not really a, a, a well, not like yeah, not rip roar and like roller coaster, no. but like okay, there's some, but there is some speed. To, I which I guess makes sense. Kinda it's a car thing. You'd want there to be some kind of. But yeah, I just fucking loved. I was following your wife on Instagram, and just like the like, literally every day seeing you guys on the fucking small world. That Again, so much. Oh <laughs> Knowing God. that it is, you've you were ta- you've always talked about how much you hated Small World even before John Jordan was even a gleam in your eye. Oh, so man. it's. I wish I could go back time to the start of this podcast. And be like, one day towards the end of this show, you're going to be talking about how Daniel's son is going to be such a Small World fan that he 
like went on there like five times in like three days. It's just it's just a bunch of fucking lumpy yeah. paper mache stupid looking model. God, and even the outside Small looks World, stupid. Small and... World looks like a ride that they had a whole bunch of placeholders and said, "Don't worry, we'll, we'll when we finish the ride, we're gonna put an actual like no fool and giraffe heads there." But instead, it's just like a bunch of wood stapled together with a giraffe head on That's top. That's the thing. It's not bad. like interesting animatronics or anything like that. It's no. just a bunch of fucking wooden dolls singing the same song over and over again. And the more you, the more, the more. <sighs> times you ride it the more you start like looking down at just the floor with the carpet and lights yeah and just kind of you know what i was so kind of surprised because have... looking at kelsey's video i didn't realize the ceiling is like completely unfinished it's just like ceiling yeah. with lights hanging down like they didn't even do anything to make it look like a sky or anything i'm sorry go ahead no you're fine it, yeah. a, a lot of the rides they'll try to hide like the stuff like but in small world although i guess nah, small world is so old that like they yeah, don't even want to go so in there fuck with it that much yeah no no so I, I have a problem with the rides isn't you know it's not a problem it's that you might have you might have it too if you went on the rides it's like i'm a kind of a ride nerd and i've seen all the behind i i can't turn my brain off to be like oh I, that's interesting i wonder how they did that or or look that that thing that's yeah, how they do you can't that. just step i can't out just yourself enjoy, to enjoy the ride the surface. I, i'm always looking surface at, oh, level yeah how, how they do that why oh they did it that way that's interesting that's a neat trick I'm, that's interesting uh -huh. i can't turn it off and just enjoy the ride i can't suspend my disbelief and be like wow i'm really here <laughs> it's mr lincoln is talking to us yeah <laughs> did you guys go on that <laughs> no i did see there was uh because i'm a disney nerd i'm on youtube so youtube is always recommending me ride breakdown videos and i guess just like mm -hmm. last week Lincoln, I don't know if it was Disneyland or Disney World, but like Lincoln had broken down so that he collapsed at the waist. And nice. so he was literally bending down so his nose was practically touching his knees, giving a speech while his hands were still like up and doing <laughs> talking and stuff like that. But yeah, and I did see, oh God, what's, is it fucking, what's the thing where there's a bunch of chickens on a riverboat singing? Oh, uh, Splash Mountain. Well, Splash Mountain, one of the chickens on that was just recently broken. Mm. Um, Yeah. Fuck, that's... Is there anything cool that you saw then, down there that was new from the last time you'd, uh, you've been down there? Uh, we did all of the Star Wars things. How was that? It was fine. Uh, yeah, Rise especially because you're not a big Star Wars neat. nerd, so, you know. It, Star Wars, you know, I, that's when I was riding through Star Wars, you know, looking at all the, the stormtroopers and the, the giant uh, AT-ATs they had in there, and I'm like, oh, man, if I could suspend my disbelief, this would be really cool to see. But it is just but like, I'm you're like, like, oh, oh look at a force perspective, yeah. Yeah, well, even, no, the giant, like, uh, the Adats are the four-legged ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I saw what they did with that. Did you see what the technology behind that is? They just have four, like, like one-foot-tall models that they just stick really close to your face. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can actually watch out and grab it. Whoa. Oh, man, so, uh... I love uh... the idea. That element. I, I want to design my own terrible theme park that is just shit like that. Yeah. yeah. No, but, like, they actually do. I remember when they were building those AT-AT walkers, because, like, the, the AT-AT walkers, the construction of those AT-AT walkers was one of the first things that got, that got leaked. Because people would take their drones and fly them over uh, mm. Star Wars land when they started construction. Like, literally one of the first things they started building, you could see the skeleton of the AT-AT walkers, and they're like, oh my god, they're actually, like, building, like, multiple full-sized AT-AT walkers. I'm like, holy shit, so, yeah. Yeah. No, but, like, that ride's <laughs> cool, but, like... Um, I can't suspend my disbelief to really, really enjoy it, so. Yeah. That, but I, that's I got to do all yeah. the, not all of that, I got to do the, the rise, 
Yeah, right. No, uh, Smuggler's Run. I got because there's Gunner. Oh, pilot, that's the Falcon and, one. Yeah. And um, uh, Technician, and I got to do all of those positions. Oh, really? Get to ride it that many times? Yeah, because a lot of the lines have single riders, and single riders there's like no weight on that one. Oh, everybody really? Wants to do it as a group or a family. Oh, so yeah, you're so just filling out the like took, the gang. How do you get yeah. to choose who gets to be who? It's kind of randomly assigned, but I, they just the last, get, like, the last no time debate. I asked it, I hadn't done a pilot, so I asked if I could do the pilot. The people okay. that were doing it were nice enough to let me do the pilot. Oh, so... But, uh, that one's pretty cool, Cool, yeah, but it's like a video game. It's like you're sitting in a big video game, so... Is it... Cause are you, so, like, is it just a flat screen outside the Falcon's windows? That's the one thing I always get kind of like. I think it's like I think since they have you locked in a sitting position, they kind of can do a 3D ish thing because yeah. it didn't feel like a flat. Well, no, because screen. especially they can't put like glasses on you because like yeah, you can't guarantee yeah. that everyone's gonna be. But like I'm trying to think how else. Yeah, because I well I guess one thing they kind of do to make things because I'm looking thinking about how they do like. They did the Back to the Future ride at Universal, and how they did what's is it Soren out Soren over California, in yeah. order to keep things from looking too flat, they'll use a like a rounded screen, like a concave like yeah. bubble screen. So like you like it doesn't feel like you're just like like just like staring at a giant like two story foot tall TV screen. But like mm -hmm. well, I'm glad I mean glad it was cool, more yeah. interesting than maybe like. It's like suspension of disbeliefing, but like, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. but the first time I went on it, so it's 38 inches, I think, to go on. And John, so John John got to go on that one. Oh, your height. Did yeah, not, okay. Did not think that was the neatest thing. No sorry, well, Bob. We we both sat in the back in the, in the technician seat. I had to hold his hand the whole time, and he was... He was so stressed out and worried. I cried. I didn't even get to look at the screen because I was telling him, like, no, you're okay, dude. You're okay. Was he screaming Luckily, and the crying? Girls who, like, was he, like, Not really, down? just kind of crying a little oh, bit. okay, but yeah. Luckily, Aww. the girls that were riding it with us were really cool about it and, like, cheered for him at the end and, like, gave him high fives. And the girl who was sitting in front of him would just reach back and push the buttons for him because you push whatever button lights up, so it's really easy to do. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You have but, to design... Yeah. It's, it's a ride that has to be designed for, like... People who like their only experience oh, with the, video games the is like playing seat Wii bowling. Sucks, because you just That's... mash on one button. I and occasionally am... push a bigger button. I am shocked they didn't build. I guess you want to be there with your friends, but I'm surprised they don't have at least like one, one or two turret things where you can mm -hmm. climb into and be separate from the pilots and actually do the whole gunner boom, 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 boom thing. And again, because I'm, I'm like anti-social as fuck, I would love to do that and just be like, yeah. fuck ever, like, because I would just go to Disney World by myself like, if I couldn't just, you know. I'm great at mashing buttons. I mash the shit out of that buttons, but somehow the dude across from me got a better <laughs> score than me, shot down more TIE Fighters. I don't know how, if you have to time it or anything. I don't know. Yeah. And it doesn't even look it's like he was clear. like a gamer or anything like that. He's just like some random nah, dude. some middle-aged dude. You know, Is there a know. thing where like you get points and like there's an app and they can track your points and stuff like that too or something like that? Yeah. 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 That's, uh, yeah. But it was neat because the first time we, I went on it, with, even with John John like being Paris freaking out a little bit, we still got a decent score and we got off and everything was cool. The second time, the pilot was garbage and we, we got off like there were sparks and shit and there was oh, a voice really? on the overhead like, man, you guys really donked that up. We gotta <laughs> get some repairs on this shit. That's funny. Oh, so there's man. cute little stuff like that. Did you guys get to hang out inside the like the main body of the Falcon and stuff? 
I'll look. Because I see I if, like, if it's if it's breezy enough, like, you just walk right through there. Because, like, yeah. at least in the opening, like, in the, f the first couple weeks when it opened, like, you would be waiting inside that, like, the bay inside the Falcon for, like, half an hour waiting for one of the cockpits yeah. to I clear sat, up. But, yeah. I sat down in on the at the chess set thingy my bobber and that That's, is yeah. one of the most uncomfortable seats I've ever sat on in my <laughs> life. <laughs> We were sitting on a movie, a replica of a movie prop that was not was designed to look cool, not feel good. But like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, want want. Um, but I'm since glad... I'm not as, a huge Star Wars fan, Star Wars Land was okay for me. It's I can see that. Yeah, you like, know, yeah. But... You're appreciating all the, the, the all the work that went. There's into like it, weird looking like, droids I've never seen before, but they could have been from something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you were sending me photos of like, what the? F why? Why is there a droid pile sex explosion over here? What is? This? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was like a bunch oh, yeah. of droid parts just in a pile. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh man, but yeah, how That's was neat. like? Did they have like crazy food at the cantina and shit like that? Uh, Ogla's cantina is pretty much only drinks and maybe a one or two finger foods. Which oh, was I all forgot because right, there's not but... even a bathroom there, so I guess it can't be like a full restaurant. But I like chugged two huh? drinks and I didn't even feel it, so they didn't. They did oh, not wow. do enough booze in those drinks. Maybe they saw you and they're like, "Oh, you're a loving papa. And we you, can't let you get smashed you gotta... at like two o'clock in the afternoon." You got a limit of two drinks, and you got to get out of there in forty-five minutes is your max. They got to get. More Are you? We were at there. a booth. Or were you at the bar? We had a booth. Man, they don't even have like characters. Walk oh, I, I did see that. Like you saw a Kylo Ren thing, There's... but they don't have characters like mm -hmm. walking around mingling with people or anything like that. Uh, Chewbacca was hanging out in front of the Millennium Falcon. He'll be there. And oh, I that's nice. Went, okay. I saw. But Ray, it would have been cool to have Ray like... there too with Chewbacca oh, yeah. at one point. Yeah. Did you try to talk to her and make fun of her fake British accent? No. Hello there, I'm Roy. I'm from Pasadena. Mm -mm. How you do? I. You. So I guess they have a bunch of employees stuck in little things, pretending to be villains that you can go up and take photos of when they yell at you. Well, that was Oogie Boogie Bash. Okay, Oogie that was Oogie Oogie Bash. There's treat trails where you go through and you got a bag of trick or treat, you know. And oh, okay, yeah. Oh, so do you at go the to end, up to at the end station? of each? Oh, okay. Yeah, at the end of each uh, uh, path is a different villain. So there was. Are they handing out good candy. There was. Yeah, you know. For that much money, they should be handing out full sized bars or fucking like. There you was know. some decent candy. There were also like sun chips and. What? <laughs> oh, of course, because it's got. It can't always just be pure. Yeah. I mean, not apples and grapes and whatnot. Oh man, it should be like. Why was I gonna think? But they had like, like they had like the villain from WandaVision. What? Anthea or Anthea oh, or whatever. Oh, I did see that because I saw I or tweeted Dr. about Strange that. I was like, because it's somebody who's not. It's a face character, but like you have to act yeah. like a very specific actress. So I was like, what is like? Did they just put an ad in the paper saying, "Do you think you look like look and act like Catherine Hahn? We need you." Yeah. yeah. So um, that uh, there is Oogie the Boogie, obviously. Sid um, from Toy Story. Sid, I think you, you yeah. told me about that on the last podcast, and I was like, yeah. I did not believe you. But then I saw photos and videos that you guys took, and I was like, really? It's just a kid yeah. with buzzed hair yelling at people. Yeah. Which that's uh, got to be the sweetest gig, because your costume is just sneakers and a fucking like t-shirt <laughs> and jeans, and you're just sitting on a little platform, just making fun of people and yelling and freaking out. Like that's your yeah. whole job. That sounds great. Yeah, I was wearing my Maleficent shirt when we saw Maleficent, and she was like, "Oh, that's great. If it's you know, we can just cover up the top half of you, my face." So, <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, was it worth it going down there uh, for, for her Halloween stuff specifically? Uh, maybe if he was like six, seven, but I don't, I don't think it's quite the, the, no. Yeah. Did he get scared? Did you guys go with like a Pirates of the Caribbean? 
Yeah, he did fine on pretty much all the rides the first time through, aside from the Star okay. Wars one he did fine on. That's he didn't wild. want to do a lot of them second time, but... Yeah. And it also depends on the time side. of the day. Like, early morning, he was he was still waking up, still grumpy, didn't want to ride rides. Once he got some food in him and a little bit rested. Yeah, once you go to a character breakfast. and I did yeah. see, like, again, you guys posted videos, like, he seemed to really dig every time Chip and Dale showed oh, up. He's... He'd be like, Chip and Dale! Yeah. And he would try to offer him Fruit Loops or coffee. He'd be like, hey, hey, good. And he thought that was hilarious. Man, so. That is great. I love kids, man. I hate there, kids, but I love kids. So there's a theater in California Adventures, which used to be where they would show the 3D Muppet Show thing. Oh, yeah. There. But now it's, uh, what is it called? Mickey's Magic or something like that. Okay. And we went on that at Oogie Boogie Bash. We just... I went in there for like, because John was like, oh, I want to see that, but it was broken down earlier in the day. So we went in it later. We went in at night. And it's basically uh, Mickey's going to conduct a, a bunch of instruments with his magic hat, but then Mickey goes away for some reason, and Donald puts the hat on and causes chaos throughout, like Aladdin, uh, Little Mermaid, trying to get the hat back. Just a bunch of shenanigans happening, and it's all in 3D. Where are the three goody guys? But you're just sitting in a theater watching this all happen then. This. To an almost four-year-old was the funniest fucking thing he had ever seen in his life. So he laughed his <laughs> ass off, and since it was all in 3D, he kept trying. He would hold his hand up to like yeah. try to touch oh, the shit. Oh, that's great! Yeah, it was his first theater experience. It was in 3D. It was all flying in his face. He thought it was hilarious. It's nothing will ever live up to that in theater again for him. That's the kind of moment that makes the whole trip worthwhile, is that, like, there may be a lot of other shit going on, but, like, that that uh, that is an experience he could have not gotten anywhere else in the world. This is the, it was that is hilarious. Great. Was it, like, was it like the new Mickey stuff? Like, the kind of cartoony Flash animated stuff, or was it, like, classic? No, no, it was, like, it was, it, no, it was uh, 3D, so they had to do it. In oh, it was all computer-generated? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, but that's... I'm glad to see he would have thought it was funny, even if it was not, like, 3D and stuff, but I love the fact that, like, well, I guess, like, what, would this not have been, like, his first time in a movie theater? Yeah, his first time in a movie theater. Man, well, I'm glad to see it was a good one, even though no other movie experience in a movie theater will ever <laughs> no. live up to that. Like, no. you, you should, you can just tell him now, like, there's no reason to ever take you to a movie theater again, because nothing's ever going to match up to that, because, like, yeah. Yeah. Shit, I yeah. wonder, it'll be kind of curious to see, like, next time you take him down there, if he'll still be into the same thing, and I don't know, that, yeah. that's cool. I got to do web slingers, that was fine. I don't, oh, yeah? it's not quite the, I don't, you know, you just, you move your arms, and, and you know, you're supposed to be doing it in a slinging motion, but you can just kind of punch the air to shoot webs, it's fine, it's just oh, okay. a fun game to play with your Oh, you punch out. in the air? Yeah, to sling webs at all the, the spider bots that are duplicated. Do they give you something to wear, them. or are they using, like, your No, it just reads band? your arms like a connect. Oh, really? That's all? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Did you pay yeah. the extra $20 so, like, you're shooting off Tom Holland's nipples or something like yeah. that? or whatever. that's what you do. <laughs> all I know is that there was some kind of upcharge for some part of that ride. I don't know what it was. Oh, no, I don't know. I don't know about that. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh... That's ate a lot of food. Cool. No diet was needed there. Oh, so, God, I could Well, though, then again, at least you're walking around a whole bunch, so it's like, at least you're getting up and, and moving around, so. We didn't have to buy John a ton of toys because all he cared about was slap bracelets and pennies. Crushed <laughs> pennies. That's all he wanted. <laughs> so how much you have to pay to make a crushed penny? Uh... Is it like... I think it's 50 cents a penny. That's actually about that bad. Anyway. Kenny Wood Park had those machines, and like, yeah, that's... That's... I... Man, that might... From a, one kind of perspective... That's kind of, like, great that, like, 
His favorite parts were like the simplest, most mundane, cheap, goofy little things like that. Yeah. Because like in the future it might be like when he's like seven, like it might be like he might want to go on Rise of the Resistance like 15 times or something like yeah. that. You never know like what what he's gonna fixate the next time. But that's cute. It was the most little kid. Yeah, slap bracelets. I didn't know yeah. slap bracelets were still a thing. Yeah. He, so the rides he rode the most were Jesse's Carousel, which is just a carousel with. Oh, is that the one that you showed? Critters. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, is that Jesse? Like Toy Story Jesse? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. There's a giant Jesse statue outside. But that's of not going to um, be the same carousel with the Mary Poppins horse on it, huh? No, that's a different carousel. Yeah, I think okay. we wrote. That's what's because I was, I was we looking, looking at the animals. I was like, of course Disneyland's going to be big enough to have multiple carousels. Well, the carousels in California Adventure. Oh, okay. Little Mermaid, he wrote a ton. Eh, Small World, he unfortunately wrote a bunch. Um, he tried all the rides pretty much. Oh, okay. so yeah. Did he? He did good. Were there any uh, people walking around or anything like that? He like fixated on in terms of like walk around characters or anything like that? Because I know really? you guys did like the character characters breakfast. that kind of have fenced off and like you'd see him from a like you can go up and wave at them or whatnot. Oh, the character yeah. breakfasts, yeah, he was really into. But and he'd be like, oh look, there they are. There's Chip and Dale dressed like Thor and Loki. There they are. <laughs> Oh, it's funny because well, are they brothers? That's uh, that's that's actually kind of funny. I don't know. What? I'll that's a weird a, though. I'll send you a photo. I took a photo of that one. So does that mean that like? I mean, Chip it's they're Dale? not they're, they're they're not really dressed like Thor Logan. Well, they're just kind of wearing the tell, hats with a t-shirt on. Just like either Chip or Dale are bisexual, I guess. Oh, they just I, have the I think you're reading in okay, too yeah. much into it, Bill. They're no, but that's what's like canonically. Well, man, I've been watching enough Marvel What If that this could be, a, like, this may become canonical as, like, Chip mm. and Dale as Thor and Loki. No, yeah. yeah, so you just sent me a photo of, it's Chip and Dale. One of them's got, like, a red shirt with a hammer on it, and he's, like, wearing a cartoon little Thor helmet, and the other one's got a Loki mask t-shirt with, like, a little mo. I mean, they had to custom make a Loki helmet and a Thor helmet for Chip and yeah. Dale to wear, which is ridiculous, but, God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Good times. I I wish the parks weren't as busy as they were. It was bananas. Yeah, that's it, crazy. Crazy. It's funny that John like, it was, was John that was great hot. about we wearing his mask, and even if it if it started to fall off, he'd be like, "Hey, my mask is falling off." So he'd put yeah, his mask. It's almost back like he's on. a smart, conscientious kid, mm -hmm. which is amazing for a four year old. But shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh man, yeah, I heard you... one lady. Her, oh, yeah. her son was probably I don't know, ten or eleven or twelve or somewhere, and they were walking by, and I heard her bitching about how he was wearing his mask outside. And you don't need to wear your mask outside because oh, you're gonna Jesus. sweat, and then you're gonna dehydrate yourself. And I wanted to be like, lady, you are dumb as dirt. Yeah. Just give your just give your kid more water if you're worried about him dehydrating. It's not himself. it's not you're lacking for water. Like you know, yeah. I'm sure there's like water fountains and shit around. It's not the end of the world, but you know. Of all the things to be grumpy about. Uh, seriously, fucking the, your your kids being. What you perceive to be a slightly too cautious during a fucking global pandemic, yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, God, I had one more question. I forgot what it was, but oh, like I said, yeah, I'm done. I'm just glad you guys. Had time. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I was you... gonna ask. So was, um, haunted mansion? Did you guys go on haunted mansion? Yes. Did he? That wasn't too scary or anything like that. No, nah, he was fine with it. He didn't want to do it again. We were gonna do okay. it again the and uh, next morning, it... but he was he was he needed a nap. He was too cranky. He did not want to go on any rides. He was grumpy. Oh, so, was it and vanilla? The line was always uh, the line, huh? Was it vanilla haunted mansion? No, it's Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, I don't know if they did that closer to Christmas. Okay, because haunted mansion is a uh, vanilla haunted mansion. If anything, you keep it the same for Halloween, but then. 
Yeah. He went on Winnie the Pooh a couple times, but then he says Winnie the Pooh was quote unquote too scary for him. So anything oh, really? he wanted to go on, go on again, he just decided it was too scary. So yeah, that's hmm. just his way of not getting it, hmm. not doing stuff. Uh, I did hmm. buy you a hat and a giant novelty <laughs> uh, soda can from Pim's Test Kitchen. Thank you so much. Like I said, let me know how I can throw you some. I couldn't cash, get like you the candy bar because even we had the I candy. We got yeah. the candy bar. And uh, the guy was like, "Yeah, we do. We do have, you know, uh, uh, containers to put your stuff in, but unfortunately, the Pims radiation didn't work on the candy bar holder, so oh, we, really? we don't have it. We don't have it to go box for the candy bar. So I couldn't bring you home." Candy. Well, part of me was like, "Well, you could just throw it in a suitcase or something like that." But I just realized traveling with a giant candy bar in hundred degree heat. Like yeah, in an it, unprotected. It was, yeah, it was sitting like, on our plate for like five minutes, and it already started to melt. Yeah, in. Uh, yeah, no, that would just be like, well, thank you so much. Like, it doesn't. Yeah, well, I didn't even know that thing existed until what, I think the last episode before you guys went down there. You were talking about all the Disney Park food, and we were looking at videos while recording. And yeah, I saw at the at the at the Pim, uh, food place. They have a giant like Snickers bar that's like three three feet long, and I was like, just for the novelty of having a three foot long candy bar. Like, mm. yeah, no, but the, even the fact that you were thinking about me at all, it just it's really appreciated. Yeah, we'll figure out how to. Get yeah, they didn't have the here black like hat anywhere. I guess that one's gone already. Even they don't have the what? Like a month old. The, the 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 hat with the plaque on it that says like when you need to come through these gates or whatever. That it, was it says above the Disney park. When you were asking me about stuff that you could pick up for me at the parks, and I went looking online to see like what kind of place was available for this month. I didn't realize that is actually like really like. Like, I guess they really do swap out most of their merchandise. It is hyper-seasonal, like, right down to the month. Yeah. So, like, you may... Yeah, s that thing, yeah. I, it was nowhere. Okay, that's fucked. Which is funny, because the hat, like, you you had found and you had asked me if I wanted was just, like, a hat that just had, like, a recreation of the plaque, the dedication plaque from Disneyland, you know, welcome to this land mm -hmm. of blah, blah, blah. So it's not like it was hyper-seasonal. There's no reason why they had to get rid of it. But, like, that was the crazy yeah. thing, looking at the, the blogs about Disney merch and everyone just talking about how... Like, it's seriously, like, they just change over everything every month. So, yeah, unless... Yeah. If you want something, you need to go out there and get that by the end of the week. Otherwise, it's likely not to be there anymore. But, but like, yeah. There was a hat with an old Disney Park ticket, you know, style. I saw that was cool. You like that? Yeah, you got one. Thank you very much. I very appreciate it. And thank you for, like, the $28 giant soda can, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping it was only $28. I'm just making a guess, but yeah. I'm sure, like, hey, the... You're a little high, but close. $25 hat, I'm guessing. Oh, I didn't even look at the price. Oh, really, Mister Mister King sized Homer over here, Mister mm, <laughs> Dana yes. made out of gold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love the <laughs> fact that he imagines himself being like twelve feet tall, not even like a hundred feet tall, but just slightly larger than a normal human being. But anyway, so yeah, that's neither here. Anyway, yeah. Disney was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Disney, even though it, <laughs> you know you're getting close to the edge when you're walking around. And you know, there's people, and you just think to yourself, I hate all these assholes. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> Your real antisocial shit kicks just in. Just people, just like... people trying to enjoy themselves. But you've been in the sun for two straight days, miserable, you know, at certain points because you're trying to deal with a cranky toddler. <laughs> and you're just thinking, I hate all these people. You see all these people? I wish they weren't here. You're all but swine to me. If you're all dying right now, it'd be nothing yeah. would make me happier. Yeah. Yeah, the mm. true, uh, like, wasn't that anthropomorphic? Was it when you're, like, anti-social and anti-whatever, but, like, yeah, no, that's, that's... That's one of the things I would love to go down to the park sometime by myself. 
would be just to be able to avoid all that like kind of social stuff, not have to drag other people with me, and just be able to hang back and just watch people. People watching yeah, at the Disney were, park would be fascinating. There were a couple times when Kelsey and John went back to the hotel early, and I just was okay, able to yeah. go around and not have to worry about you know, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? That was that's a nice little break. Here See, that's the thing that would drive me crazy about going to a park with other people was like I, there would be at some point where I, I would like be able to walk around. Them. So I'm glad yeah. that you actually had a chance to kind of chill out and just kind of be by yourself for a little mm. time. Just... Space Mountain's still the best ride at the, uh, either park. Mm, okay, and you got you got a chance yeah. to get on there. Yeah, they held at a single rider. I got to go on that. Oh, that's cool. Time. When you were mm. bumming around by yourself. Yeah. Oh shit, that's very cool. What so? So you guys spent the entire time at the new Star Wars hotel, right? How was that? No, that's not open yet. Oh, so you guys were spent the whole time be? at California. Uh, Grand, 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 Grand Californian. Yeah. Oh, you were there? That was a, yeah. Oh, I was just joking about that. Well, you were only there for a couple days, right? Like one or two we days? There for the... Did you go to a cheaper no, hotel too? Trip. No. Oh, okay. We were going to do the Disneyland Hotel, but then there was some sort of deal where it would as was actually cheaper to go to the Grand Californian than we were Oh, so was the Grand California? I see, I was joking about that cuz that's the one everyone like you're really like, "Oh, yeah, that's, the, that's the swanky one." That's that's yeah. So was that cool? Yeah, it was a really nice I, hotel. Just just being able to walk from the, your hotel into the California Adventure was super dope. That's like right by like the Disney Pier and stuff like that, right? Uh, Paradise Pier is... There's not an entrance to the park from Paradise Pier, but you can overlook the park. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, I remember looking at the maps. Now. I thought, I thought for some reason, like, dumped right out, like, there was, like, a hot dog stand, like, right next to the entrance of the Grand Hole. Grand, uh, uh... The Grand California dumps out into California Adventure. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's... Man, I'm glad that, that's cool. Just to be able to go mm -hmm. straight from there, the kind of, like... Like right out to like one of the parks. That's 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 pretty. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, and one of the it is it was the most well, uh, soundproof hotel rooms I've ever been. Really? In. Like I I could hear people in the hallway now and then, but I couldn't hear people in the next rooms over. I couldn't hear people above or below us. I don't know that's if there probably... even existed people Man. in the hotel rooms around us. I couldn't hear shit. At that point, that may be half the reason why that place is so expensive because it's like, yeah, built like in a fucking insane asylum where like, yeah, you're totally just like sealed off from the rest of the world. That's nice. It was, it was crazy uh... that I couldn't hear anything. Everything I've seen about the Grand Californian like I my I could almost have a vacation and just hang out there for, for a week, just like yeah. fucking like Kevin McAllister at the hood, like fucking Tim Curry's hotel in Home Alone Two. I could just live there for a week and just not even go into the park and just hang out and eat twenty five dollar BLTs and shit. Um, yeah, that's cool. I just even like the design, all the like the woody kind of redwood fucking texturing and stuff everywhere. Ah! Yeah, wait, 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 yeah. A really nice hotel. Yeah. But yeah, thank you again for getting stuff for me too, and that's it's very much appreciated. Yeah, we'll I'll break it down at some point. Yeah, we'll figure out stuff, yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I can't believe we have that that has to even be a thing we have to even worry about. It's like, oh maybe you can mail it down, you can just drop it off on the front porch and I'll wave it <laughs> through the through the window. <laughs> <laughs> well fucking yeah, fuck it. I hate fuck so wasn't it like any issues with pandemic stuff down there? Were there like any kind of crazy people other than the one kid or one lady making fun of her kid from wearing a mask? No, you, like if that you wasn't... were inside if you were indoors you had to wear Which makes, a mask. Yeah. And they were very strict about that. You didn't see people like, throwing they, a fit. If somebody was sitting on a ride and they wouldn't didn't have their mask on, they'd be like, Hey, we're not moving until you pull that ride. Oh that really? Okay. You gotta cover your nose and your mouth and your chin. Mm. Gotta do it. Okay. Or else we're not gonna ride. 
But, uh, no, we, and we were meant, we kept our masks on pretty much. The, like, if we were outside, we kept them on, too, okay. so. That's between... Some other, some other people did, some people didn't, you know. Yeah. But... No, between John being so young and the pandemic, I thought those were going to be the two biggest issues, and I'm glad to see, like, neither of them were really, like, had, like, there was no real big, like, yeah. No. Yeah. Him and Ge Kelsey, I think they must have, like... They shared some mac and cheese at one point. And I'm wondering if that got good. They both got bubble guts from that. So I'm wondering if that, if they had some mac and cheese from that was bad. Because that's the only thing I could think of. Because they both got bubble guts. But you know, bubble guts whatever. and that, like runny stools. Yeah. Some squirting and screaming. Yeah. Some upset, upset tummy aches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's. But no, it was a good trip. Probably won't do it again for a little while. Oh yeah. Let things. Well, calm down just a bit. even just for like, I let John get older and be like, yeah. Hopefully, maybe in like three years, maybe like it'll be less of a. Yeah. There's multiple reasons though. But uh, you, I mean, you guys were planning to go down there right when the pandemic had started, right? Like you were gonna go that summer, yeah. like last they summer. Closed, I think it was like two weeks before. Yeah. We were gonna go down. They closed the park. Because I remember you like, was it you threw down like a pre-order for a PlayStation Five, and you're like. Well, we're not going to Disneyland this year, so I got a little spare cash to, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was good. What the fuck are we doing next time? It's Mary Poppins, right? Of course, more Disney shit. Speaking of Disney. Poopins. Poopins. Poop. Did you see I think Mary? This was the... Did you? No, this is the first time I didn't see her at the park. What? Are... What happened? What happened? Oh, I don't no. know. She on strike? She got tired of know. fucking. I've... She, she even she, Thor and Loki Chippendale was too much for her, and she's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I still think it's weird that they never have like normal Mary Poppins. It's always uh, Merry Holiday Mary Poppins, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because that costume is more recognizable than just some. It is just otherwise you're just a lady in like a black. Tri like, really, I guess it's mostly the hat at that point is the most distinctive thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. A tilted hat on your head. <laughs> like I've got a hat with a flower. Yeah. I guess yeah. you could just kind of dress like Mary Poppins and go to the park, and like, I know they have a whole thing about people not showing up in cosplay, but that's one of the things you could show up, dress like Mary Poppins, and like no one really may not even recognize you as being Mary Poppins. Yeah. But yeah, next yeah. week is going to be the old 1964, I think, is uh, when it's Poppins came out, but classic. going to be interesting, because I haven't seen it since I was a little kid, and I hated it when I was a little Mary kid. Po really? Well, for all the yeah. my screaming about Mary Poppins all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, to be fair, be it's been a couple years since I've seen it, too, but, like... You know, I'm, well, you'll still love it, I'm sure. My issues when I was little, I'll just mention them, Yeah. is I hated the kids. They, they annoyed <laughs> me. And I hated how... how what... Uh, how into herself Mary Poppins was, where she's like practically perfect in every way. It's like tone it down a little bit. Yeah, she's her, she's her own best hype man. Which I yeah. kind of that's one of the weird things about Mary Poppins. Mary Hop Mary Poppins is a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like she's like everyone has this reputation of thinking that like Mary Poppins is a super like cute, caring, sacrificial, self uh, unselfish person. But no, she's kind of a priggish jackass a little bit which yeah. i i think that makes her kind of more of an interesting character but if you're not into assholes but again again this mm -hmm. whole thing of bill mudger thing is like bill mudgeon's into assholes of course i'm like eh. yeah so you know. <laughs>
But at least maybe, Mary maybe we might, might find out why that this is the genesis of that. It's actually yeah. The, so come back my next first week boner, and find out. Yeah, my first boner <laughs> was generated by Mary Poppins being an asshole. So that program. Oh my god, how many? Mm, and shut up, Bill. Find anyway. out all of all of Bill's weird sexual tics next god, week. Can with I Mary Poppins? Can I masturbate throughout t- recording an entire episode of to- Tardy the Party without <laughs> coming before the end of it? We'll yeah. find out. Gross. Oh Gross. god. Yeah, I'll make sure to get some Vaseline before we record next week. Mm-mm. Oh so he's no! He's murdered on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Target Podcast, the Twitter Target Podcast.com. All those places, shares around, whatever. Join us next time for some Mary Poopins. Mary Poopins, man, that's it. Mary Poopins. This is the last thing that Disney was ever involved with before he died. So this is this is the yeah. end of the Disney Golden Age. Will be next week, and after that, it's just nothing but awful '70s fucking Disney no, bullshit. we got. We have, uh, at least, uh, Robin Hood in there. Uh, do you like Robin Hood? Yeah, I like Robin Hood. Do you like Robin Jungle Hood, Book? Right. Eh, I, I never cared much Jungle for Jungle Book. Book. Ah, you know what? Annie made me watch Robin Hood for the first time a couple years ago, and I was like, okay, that's actually not that bad. So, yeah, I won't have a hard time going back to revisit. But, no. but yeah. Uh, I got it. I got to take a tinkle pinkle. Yeah, we got to go. Yeah, we're yeah. recording for two hours anyway, so yeah. With this yeah. Perfect time to wrap things up. So yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to go. We're, as, uh, as always, we're flying away on our air bison at the end while a little tinkle sound plays over the end credits. Yeah. So long, losers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off and die. Giving the finger from Abba's back. What an unusual view. I can stand the sight of worms and look at microscopic germs, but Technicolor pachyderms is really too much for me. <laughs> I am not the type to faint when things are odd or things are quaint, but seeing things you know that ain't can certainly give you an awful fright. What a sight! Chase them away! Chase them away! I'm afraid! Need your eight pink elephants on parade! Pink elephants on parade!